BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This is Motor Racing Network Classics presented by MRN. Time now for the starting lineup for today's USG Chic Rock 400. Brought to you by Wrangler, makers of Wrangler Jeans Company. A new generation of Wrangler. Row 22. Travis Quaffle, Janesville, Wisconsin. Ty Downey, Chevrolet Monte Carlo SF. Row 21. Jamie McMurray, Joplin, Missouri. Lennox Industrial Tools, Ford Fusion. Dale Jarrett, Hickory, North Carolina. UPS, Ford Fusion. Row 20. Ken Schrader, Fenton, Missouri. Little Debbie Ford Fusion. Tony Raines, LaPorte, Indiana, DLP brand HDTV Chevrolet. Row 19. Clint Boyer, Emporia, Kansas, Jack Daniels Chevrolet. Kenny Wallace, St. Louis, Missouri, Furniture Row Chevrolet. Row 18. Michael Waltrip, Owensboro, Kentucky, the Napa Auto Parts Hot Rod. Todd Cleaver, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin, Posted 3 and 4 Fusion. Row 17. Tony Stewart, Columbus, Indiana, Home Depot, Chevrolet. Cal Petty, Trinity, North Carolina. Wells Fargo, Dodge. Row 16. Elliot Sadler, Emporia, Virginia, M&M's Ford Fusion. Sterling Marley, Columbia, Tennessee, Waste Management, Chevrolet Monte Carlo SS. Row 15. Robbie Gordon, Orange, California, Jim Beam Chevrolet. Martin Truex Jr., Mayetta, New Jersey, Bass Pro Shop Chevrolet. Row 14. Scott Wimmer, Wausau, Wisconsin, Aero Exhaust Chevrolet. Greg Biffle, Vancouver, Washington, National Guard, Ford Fusion. Row 13. Terry Labonte, Corpus Christi, Texas, Kellogg's Chevrolet. Dylan Hart Jr., Mooresville, North Carolina, Budweiser Chevrolet. Row 12. Bill Elliott, Dawsonville, Georgia, Burger King Chevrolet. Kyle Bush, Las Vegas, Nevada, CarQuest Chevrolet. Row 11. Jeff Green, Owensboro, Kentucky, Best Buy Chevrolet. Carl Edwards, Columbia, Missouri, Office Depot Ford. Row 10. David Stremme, South Bend, Indiana, Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon Dodge. Kurt Bush, Las Vegas, Nevada, Miller Lite Dodge. Row 9. Reed Sorson, Peachtree City, Georgia, Target Dodge. Jody Machek, Lakeland, Florida, United States Army, Chevrolet. Row 8. Jeremy Mayfield, Owensboro, Kentucky, Dodge Dealers, UAW Dodge. Dave Blaney, Hartford, Ohio, Caterpillar Dodge. Row 7. Scott Riggs, Bahama, North Carolina, Valvoline, Stanley Tools, Dodge. Jeff Gordon, Vallejo, California, DuPont Chevrolet. Row 6. Ryan Newman, South Bend, Indiana, Mobile Dodge. Casey Mears, Bakersfield, California. Texaco Haviland Dodge. And now, the top 10 starters. Starting 10. J.J. Yaley, Phoenix, Arizona, Vesicare Chevrolet. Starting 9. Mark Martin, Batesville, Arkansas, AAA, Ford Fusion. Starting 8. Matt Kenseth, Cambridge, Wisconsin, USG Ford Fusion. Starting 7. Denny Hamlin, Chesterfield, Virginia, FedEx Chevrolet. Starting 6. Bobby Labonte, Corpus Christi, Texas, Cheerios, Betty Crocker Dodge. And now, the top 
Top 5 Starters, brought to you by Wrangler 5-Star Premium Denim Jeans. Starting 5th, Jimmy Johnson, El Cajon, California, Lowe's Chevrolet Monte Carlo. Starting 4th, Kevin Harvick, Bakersfield, California, GM Goodrich Chevrolet. Starting 3rd, Casey Kane, Enumclaw, Washington, Dodge Dealers, UAW, Dodge Charger. Starting 2nd, Brian Vickers, Thomasville, North Carolina, GMAC, Chevrolet. And starting on the Bud Bowl, Jeff Burton, South Boston, Virginia, Singular Wireless, Chevrolet. That's the starting lineup for today's USG Sheetrock 400. Cars are on the racetrack beginning the second of three pace laps before we get the green flag and start today's running of the USG Sheetrock 400. 267 laps, making up 400.5 miles of total distance in today's event. Let's take a swing around the racetrack, bring in a couple of voices that will be covering the action for us over in turns one and two and three and four. To do it up in one and two, Dave Moody from Barry, Vermont. Thank you, Barney Hall. Good afternoon, everyone. Turns one and two here at the Chicagoland Speedway, banked 18 degrees. And as we've heard a number of drivers mention, during our pre-race coverage already. This track has aged and matured to the point where the racing groove has expanded. It now runs all the way from the apron at the bottom of the racetrack all the way up to the outside retaining wall. We'll see cars over the course of this afternoon fanning out two and even three wide. Lots of side-by-side racing as they joust for that all-important track position here at Chicago Land. We'll cover it all from our position high atop a billboard here at the exit of turn number two. Now let's go to the other end of the property, covering things in turn three and four from day Daytona Beach, Florida. Here's the golden boy, Michael P. Bagley. Thank you, Dave Moody. Good afternoon, everyone. Positioned on the Nextel Cup Series billboard. Midway between turns three and four, the biggest question of the weekend was would this racetrack widen out in turns three and four? It was two grooves yesterday before the start of the NASCAR Bush Series race, and over the course of that race, it did widen out. As Dave mentioned, they race all the way at the bottom of the racetrack and all the way to the top. We saw several cars rim riding through turns three and four. We had a lot of exciting side-by-side racing yesterday. No doubt we'll see a lot here today. Again, on the back of the billboard here in turn number three and four, we'll cover it all for you here at this end of the Chicagoland Speedway. The USG Sheetrock 400 should be a good race this afternoon. Weather is absolutely gorgeous. Temperature is going to be in the low 80s and only just a few clouds in the sky. Here they come down to the line looking at the flag stand. Green flag is in the air and we're underway under the USG Sheetrock 400. They race to turn number one still as they hit turn two. Jeff Burton on the inside lane. Brian Vickers topside. The advantage to Vickers by about a fender. Back comes Burton down low. They're side by side headed for three. Wheel to wheel for the top spot. Jeff Burton down low. Brian Vickers up top. Kevin Harvick behind. Waiting to see which lane is going to open up or at least advance. Here's Burton getting the run down low. He'll get the lead. Now here comes Harvick to the inside of Vickers for second. Harvick drives right to the low side of the racetrack. The race is on for the second spot. Meanwhile, Bobby Labonte has gotten through traffic. He's up to fourth, and they're side-by-side for fifth in turn one. On the advantage, outside line will get that break. It's Matt Kenseth going to fifth for the moment. For second place, they're still wheel-to-wheel. Harvick and Brian Vickers. Kevin Harvick down low, has to back away and come out of the throttle. He'll follow Vickers off the end of the back straightaway. Battle now on for the number six position. Here's Jimmy Johnson to the inside of Casey Kane, and he'll leave the lane open for Denny Hamlin downstairs. Denny Hamlin working at the bottom of the racetrack, trying to get a run, coming off turn number four. Not going to be able to do it. They race door-to-door himself and Casey Kane going back into turn number one. See if anybody's going to lift in the corner in turn two. Wheel-to-wheel the battle now for the number seven position. Denny Hamlin, three wheels are on the inside of the racetrack. Top side is Casey Kane with J.J. Yaley and Ryan Newman in tow. 
All of those drivers battling for the eighth position. Here's Kane and Hamlin side by side at the entrance to the corner. It's Kane with the advantage up top, but Hamlin's giving her all she's got down low. And a change for the fourth position. Matt Kenseth just drove down to the inside of Bobby Labonte. Move him up one spot. Jimmy Johnson follows them. Then it's the Hamlin battle with Casey Kane, which Kane's about to win, Dave. Kane on the outside lane got the advantage going into turn number one, but Denny Hamlin may not be done yet. Charges back to the inside as Casey Mears goes way wide. Neely gets a piece of the wall in two. Here's Hamlin to the inside of Kane. He'll grab the spot. J.J. Yaley forces the issue down low. He'll get a wheel out in front. He'll grab the spot as Kane slides up the racetrack. Here come Ryan Newman and Jeff Gordon. And Jeff Gordon almost was about to put him three wide coming through the middle of that corner. Thinks better of it. Now goes back down to the inside on Ryan Newman trying to gain a spot as they work off the turn number one. He'll get around and it is single file back among the top 15. Move Jeff Gordon to the number 10 position closer to the front. Heating up again for fourth. Bobby Labonte on the attack to the inside lane to the inside off of turn number two gets a wheel ahead of Matt Kenseth before they get to turn number three Bobby Labonte will grab the position Kenseth using a higher line now here's Jimmy Johnson to fill the lane down low Johnson trying to fill the gap down on the inside left there by Bobby Labonte indeed he will coming to the start finish line planted there underneath Matt Kenseth further back for ninth Jeff Gordon on the move he's working on Casey Kane dives to the inside lane as Casey Kane slid up the bank he coming out of turn four same thing will happen here in two that allows Jeff Gordon to get away. Move Jeff Gordon up another spot. As Jimmy Johnson passes Matt Kenseth for fifth, the battle behind Casey Kane rages on. Here's Casey Mears to the inside of Ryan Newman. The Texaco Haviland Dodge completing the pass on Ryan Newman midway between turns three and four. They settle down a little bit all the way back through about the top 15 or 16, a little bit further back. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Tony Stewart, and Kyle Busch been having a pretty good race. Let's pick that one up as it heads off into turn two. Tony Stewart has moved underneath Busch. He's now on the back bumper of the David Strenny machine. Then it's Kyle Busch side by side. Jeremy Mayfield. Mayfield goes up the track. Busch goes by. Now here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. That's the battle for 20th. Dale Earnhardt Jr. to the inside of Jeremy Mayfield. He's not done with that battle. He'll bypass Mayfield. Now charge hard into turn number three. He'll race side by side with Kyle Busch. And closer to the front, Jeff Gordon picks up another spot. He got by Kyle, or rather Casey Kane a few moments ago. Now makes a pass by J.J. Yaley. We told you there was a possible problem for Matt Kenseth. He's currently in sixth. Adam Alexander? He's in sixth after he started eighth. Joe looks good on the racetrack, but about five laps ago, Matt reported he felt like he had a rear tire that was a little bit soft. He said the car was extremely loose. Robbie Reiser, his crew chief, said, guys, be ready. No major cause for concern at this point, but there could be an issue long term. We'll keep our eye on Matt Kenseth, and we should also report on Casey Kane. Started third today, has dropped tonight. He said he is loose getting into the quarter, having a hard time turning it when he comes off the car tending to bounce as he drives through turns one and two and turns three and four an ill handling race car for Kane in the early going and that's surprising considering this race car has been run four times this year each time going to victory lane they got plenty of time to get it cured still 252 laps to run look over in turns one and two and Dave Moody almost a couple of cars got into the wall up there a minute ago are they running as close as they look well closer than you might think Barney Carl Edwards actually did get the wall at the exit of turn number two drifted up the banking of the office depot Ford slapped the uh, safer barrier a number of others Dale Earnhardt Jr. Jeff Green Elliot Sadler a number of cars have been flirting with the wall but so far Carl Edwards is the only one to get it into a 
full-scale courtship. Probably what a lot of those guys are doing, Barney, just trying to get some rubber down solidly up there in the outside lane, so that lane will open up for passing later today in the race. Well, it could be. You can see that there's a pretty good layer of rubber over there, but they'd like to get down all they can because the more they get on the racetrack, the better the cars will stick going through the corner. 16 laps in the book. Jeff Burton leads. Brian Vickers second. Kevin Harvick is third. Bobby Levani is fourth. Jimmy Johnson fifth. Matt Kenseth sixth. Rest of the top ten. Jeff Gordon is seventh. Eighth is Denny Hamlin. Ninth, Casey Kane. And tenth is J.J. Yaley. And the car that really is on the move, Jeff Gordon. Gordon is plowing through there. He's picked up several spots. On the other hand, Mark Martin is going the wrong way. He started the race here today in the ninth position, but Steve Post has fallen back to 19th. What's the story with his Ford? Right now, they're not sure what the story is. This is a very patient bunch. Pat Trice and the crew chief, Jack Roush, is on the pit box as well. Mark Martin out on the racetrack aboard the AAA Ford. Mark has not said one word to the crew. No sense of urgency, no sense of concern here. As I said, these guys are as cool as cucumbers down here in Mark Martin's pit as they just wait for the run to unfold, see what the car does over the long run. I'm sure as we get closer to those pit stops, Mark Martin will report in what he thinks he needs, what he thinks the problem is. The car is dropping back, but no real report on why that is just yet from Mark Martin's pit. Jeff Burton working on the tail end of the field already, again with a two-second lead over Brian Vickers. Jeff Gordon just moved up yet again, went by his teammate Jimmy Johnson. So Jeff is up to the fifth position. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. making some nice moves on the racetrack. He passed Kurt Busch and Kyle Busch, but Kyle went back by him again. Matter of fact, a pretty interesting battle that continues here as they exit turn two and head down the back straightaway. Here they come off the end of the back shoot. It's Dale Earnhardt Jr. pulling away from Greg Biffle, who now races side-by-side -side with Kurt Busch. Biffle will advance down low, and he'll gain a car length over Kurt Busch, who uses the outside lane. Field is really getting strung out around this racetrack, though, and I'm sure these guys are going to welcome that first round of pit stops to get on pit road and make a few adjustments on the car. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA, who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. At 32 laps in the record book, Jeff Burton leads. Brian Vickers is second. Kevin Harvick is third. Bobby Labonte has bounced back. He's back up there in a very solid fourth position. Jeff Gordon is the car that is on the move, as Joe told you. He is up to fifth. Jimmy Johnson shows in sixth. It's Matt Kenseth, seventh. Casey Kane, eighth. Reed Sorensen, ninth. And tenth is Denny Hamlin. Eleventh is J.J. Yaley. Tony Stewart's worked his way up to twelfth. Casey Mears is thirteenth. Fourteenth is Kyle Busch. Fifteenth is Dale Earnhardt Jr. We'll take you back through the rest of the top 20. In 16th, that's Greg Biffle. Kurt Busch is 17th. Dave Blaney's 18th. Ryan Newman is 19th. And Mark Martin shows in 20th. Only three cars not on the lead lap early in the going. Those are Dale Jarrett, Kenny Wallace, and Carl Edwards off to a bad start here this afternoon. NASCAR.com is having a sale on six-month subscriptions to TrackPass. Sign up today and you'll save $5. Follow your favorite driver as the race to the chase heats up. Go to NASCAR.com and click the TrackPass tab. Field getting pretty well spread out, as we said, around the racetrack right now. A lot of guys trying to get up through the field, looking back in the field to see who is making some ground up right now. Clint Boyer not really gaining any ground from where he started. Michael Waltrip's way back there in 34th position. And it seems like there are guys that really need to run decent in this race and the races that we have done here previous to this thing, Joe. There's a lot of guys just really, really struggling. Sterling Marlin is one of those. Certainly Joe Nemechek is one of those. Michael Waltrip's not been a really good year for Michael. 
and uh, probably a couple of guys back there that just can't get it done right now is Carl Edwards all the way back in 42nd. Man, I didn't realize he fell falling that far back. Yeah, he's a lap down. I think he tapped the wall early in the running here this uh, this afternoon. Uh, Kenny Wallace and Dale Jarrett, the other two, who really need to get something going, particularly Dale Jarrett, as uh, he's in his last uh, part of uh, his tenure with Robert Yates Racing. That uh, UPS Ford not doing a very good job today. Jamie McMurray is struggling back there near the back of the pack. Uh, also, Joe Nemechek and Kyle Petty. Although, Todd Cleaver, now, he started back in the back of the field, but this is Todd's first race in the NASCAR Nextel Cup Series, and uh, he was battling with Scott Wimmer a few moments ago for the 37th position, but a great showing for him to come out, a team that did not have points to fall back on. They did the job in qualifying here on Friday afternoon, got in the race, and of course Todd is supposed to step take over for Mark Martin next year in that number six Ford. Steve Post is down on his pit. A uh, very interesting situation between Boris Sedd's team of all teams last week. During Daytona, one of the big stories was that he was leasing cars, had an arrangement with Jack Roush will turn about his fair play for the seven races that Todd Cleaver will race this season. Jack Roush is leasing or renting or borrowing or some form of relationship the team that Boris Sutt has put together. Frank Stoddard is the crew chief. The same guys that pitted the car for Boris Sutt last week in Daytona are here working for Todd Cleaver. So that back and forth relationship we spent so much talking about last week between Boris Sutt and Jack Roush and the No Fear Racing team continues on here today at Chicagoland and throughout pretty much the rest of the season. Todd Cleaver just needs to get out there and get all the experience he can here this afternoon, find out what uh, cup racing is all about, and stay out of trouble and bring the car home in one piece. I think it would be a good day for them if he could do that. Yeah, just getting seat time means everything in the world as they're getting set for a full-time deal next year. And that is a very interesting uh, situation that uh, Steve Post described between uh, No Fear Racing and Jack Roush Racing, the way they've put those two organizations together. Jeff Gordon on the move over in turn number three, diving down to the inside of the lap car of Dale Jarrett, but at the same time he's sneaking up on Kevin Harvick. This is the battle for the third spot. Remember, Jeff Gordon started back in the field here today in the 13th position, uh, and he's now again on the move in turn one. Dives right to the bottom of the racetrack, puts the left front tire below the white line, and it's going to pay off as he drives to the inside and takes the spot from Kevin Harvick. Makes it look easy when he comes off turn two, completes the pass on Harvick, pulls away by Carlink, and now he's got to deal with some lap traffic. Here's Gordon, quickly up on the back bumper of Carl Edwards jumps up a lane while Kevin Harvick rim rides off the corner. Jeff's got one of the few cars out there that can run at the bottom of the racetrack and when he's caught traffic in the middle of the corners, Dave Moody, a couple of times, he's been able to also run up high and still complete the pass. Yeah, that's exactly right, Barney. That's a very versatile Chevrolet underneath Jeff Gordon right now. High, low, or anywhere in the middle, Jeff Gordon can put it where he wants it and it's allowing him to come to the front. And he's probably got the fastest race car on the racetrack. He's pulled away in one lap from Kevin Harvick by five car lengths. Gordon has about another 20 before he catches his teammate Brian Vickers who rides in second. Jeff is running almost as fast as Jeff, the other Jeff, is running right now. Jeff Burton being the race leader. But Jeff Burton has a three and a half second lead over Brian Vickers. Jeff Gordon again running almost identical lap times but he's got a ways to go right now beginning to close in on his teammate Brian Vickers as they work off turn two. Jeff Gordon brings the DuPont Chevrolet up off turn number two and on to the back stretch and he's shutting down the distance between himself and Vickers. At the entrance of the corner, Vickers races one groove off the retaining wall while Gordon uses the bottom line and it's paying off for Jeff. Now the thing that's uh, helping Jeff Gordon right now is he can drive that car just about anywhere he wants to on this racetrack or needs to. Still chasing Jeff.
Jeff Burton, but Jeff Gordon's getting closer. He's just a little over three seconds behind. He's definitely got the fastest car in the field right now. Let's take a sweep through the pits, brought to you by Craftsman. Craftsman tools are the official tools of NASCAR. Craftsman, available at Sears. Winston? Well, you talk about Jeff Gordon, one of the quickest cars on the racetrack. He's still not completely happy with his race car. A little bit tight in the middle and loose off, but overall, as you can expect, pretty happy with it. Jeff Burton's car not turning as much through the center of the corner as he would like, but still able to maintain that pretty solid advantage over Jeff Gordon. A couple of guys that have picked up some spots. Reed Sorensen has yet to say a word to his crew. Started 18th, currently running in the ninth position. Another guy that started all the way back in the back of the pack and has picked up some 10 positions. Jamie McMurray started 42nd. He's tight in the middle, but other than that, he feels pretty good about his car, but he's still got a long way to go. And Brian Vickers currently running in the third position. His car a little bit loose all the way around. He felt like if he could get some clean air, he'd be a lot better off, but there's no clean air out there as they're pretty well spread out on, around the racetrack. That's the word from this end of pit road. How about the midsection, Adam? Well, let's talk about Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's the defending race winner, and when I talked to Tony Uri Jr., his crew chief in the garage this morning, I said, did you tap the head of Steve Meal, Dale Spotter, who was the crew chief for this team when they won a year ago, and get some set-up information for today? He said, you know, it really won't work. We've changed tires so much in this series compared to what we had a year ago that it dramatically changes the setup. And while Dale Earnhardt Jr. reports the car tight, having a hard time turning the early going. They must have found something in the Budweiser Chevy. They started 25th, and they have worked their way to 11th. We heard from Bobby Labonte before the race today. He said this team getting more consistent. A top five qualifying run here today. Well, he's running in the fifth position. He says the nose is sliding, but they have been consistent. They will make a chassis adjustment on their first stop this afternoon. And Ryan Newman, a former race winner here at Chicagoland Speedway, racing not too far from his hometown of South Bend, Indiana, says his Altel Dodge very loose. He's dropped from 12th to 22nd as we close in about 10 laps from now on a round of green flag pit stops. Steve Post. A variety of conditions on the race cars down in the turn four end of pit road. Kyle Busch, the CarQuest Chevrolet crew chief, Alan Gustafson, he's reporting that the car is good. It gets a little tight as the run goes on. That means the nose of the car wants to push up the racetrack as this run goes on. They've advanced a number of spots, started in the uh, number 23 spot, up to position 14 right now. They will pit on lap 62. That's 11 laps from now. Denny Hamlin, the FedEx Chevrolet, Mike Ford, the crew chief, a little bit free everywhere. That's about the opposite situation of Kyle Busch. That means the rear end of the car wants to slide out from under it throughout the corners, so they're waiting to get in for pit service. They started 7th, currently running in the 11th spot, and J.J. Yelly, his Joe Gibbs Racing crew chief, started and is running 10th in both cases. Started there and is running there now. Right now, a little tight as the run goes on around other cars. So he's trying to get some free space, but that's tough to do when you're running back there 10th in the pack. So a couple of cars up there running into the top, close to the top 10 with a variety of handling characteristics here on turn four end of pit road. That's a situation down on pit road. They have everybody on in the pits probably in the next 10 or 15 laps. So why don't we give you a full field rundown before they make those stops? Jeff Burton is the leader. Jeff Gordon chasing him down. A moment ago, he's almost three and a half seconds behind. Jeff's cut it down to one and nine-tenths of a second now. Brian Vickers is third. Kevin Harvick fourth. Bobby Labonte is fifth. And Casey Kane is sixth. Reed Sorensen is seventh. Jimmy Johnson eighth. Matt Kenseth ninth. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. is tenth. Denny Hamlin running eleventh. J.J. Yaley's twelfth. Tony 
Stewart's up to 13th. Kyle Busch is 14th and Greg Biffle 15th. It's Kurt Busch back in 16th. Casey Mears 17th. Martin Truex Jr. is in 18th. Dave Blaney's 19th and 20th is Jeff Green. 21st will be Mark Martin. 22nd, Ryan Newman. Clint Boyer, 23rd. Scott Riggs, 24th. And David Strimmey, 25th. Sticking further down the AutoZone leaderboard here at lap 54. Robbie Gordon runs in 26th. Sterling Marlin, 27th. Ken Schrader is 28th. Michael Waltrip, 29th. And Jeremy Mayfield is in 30th. 31st is Elliot Sadler. 32nd, Terry Labonte. 33rd is Joe Nemechek. And 34th, Kyle Petty. Those are the cars that are still on the lead lap. One lap down in 35th is Tony Raines. Todd Cleaver is 36th. Travis Quapple, 37th. Scott Wimmer, 38th. Kenny Wallace is 39th. And Bill Elliott, 40th. 41st is Carl Edwards. Dale Jarrett, 42nd. And Jamie McMurray runs in 43rd. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Jeff Gordon is definitely gaining every lap around. About to catch Jeff Burton over in turn three. Jeff Gordon has cleared himself of some lap traffic. Todd Cleaver and Tony Raines in Gordon's rearview mirror. He's got a clear shot of the race leader off turn four. Here they come off turn four. Back to start finish line. Both have cleared most of the lap traffic for the time being anyway. And indeed that margin is shrinking down to a second and a half between Jeff and Jeff. Jeff Burton right on the bottom as he has been all day long. Kyle Petty, Joe Nemechek, Terry Labonte in the lap car crosshairs in the next couple of laps. Here comes Jeff Burton off the end of the back straightaway, taking different lines, trying to make his Chevrolet go faster. He was using the middle lane of the racetrack a couple of laps ago. Burton puts it right on the bottom. Gordon goes about a half groove off the inside line. Casey Mears is on pit road. Let's cover his stop. It would be scheduled service at lap 56. Texaco Avalon Dodge is tight. Casey got his first career NASCAR win in his 69th start yesterday in the NASCAR Bush Series. Going to make a chassis adjustment, four tires and fuel, three pit stalls in front of him. It's the Lone Star Steakhouse and Saloon Dodge of David Strimmey. He, too, is tight. These two teammates pitting at lap 56. Four tires, fuel. They clean the grill. He pulls away, and now here comes Greg a favorite of the garage area this morning. He, too, going to get four tires and fuel. This will be at lap 57. No major adjustments for him. So green flag pit stops have begun to steep post. Mark Martin has just brought the triple-A Ford in to the attention of Pat Tryson and the crew. Four tires, a chassis adjustment, and two cans of Sunoco racing fuel. A couple spots in front of him. The Jim Beam Chevrolet of Robbie Gordon is in. Now a driver that is charged from the tail of the field up to the top ten. Tony Stewart brings the Home Depot Chevrolet in. The crew around to the right side. And the right side tires. No adjustments, no changes. Tony Stewart has been quiet on the radio. Likes the way his race car goes. Now a quick chassis adjustment. Second can of fuel goes in. The left side tires are in. The Home Depot Chevrolet is down and away. On up to Winston Kelly. Kurt Busch on pit road. They make a track bar adjustment on his machine. Dale Jarrett was in a lap ago. That's 58. His car's plowing all the way around the racetrack. Not happy with it at all. Loose the word we get for Scott Riggs. His car also in on lap number 58. Jamie McMurray the first to come down pit road on lap 53. And Reed Sorensen was in on lap 55. Back to Adam. Lap 58. The pit board went out for Matt Kenseth. Kenseth, he's been good today. Four tires and fuel there. Also in at 58, Bill Elliott. Tony Raines in at 59, as was Sterling Marlin. Now the mobile one dodge of Ryan Newman on the pit lane. This stop at lap 59. Michael Waltrip going to pit at lap 59. And also bringing his car down the pit lane will be the McDonald's Dodge of Casey Kane. He says loose in, tied off. Air pressure adjustment for him. Hitting right behind him the red Budweiser Chevrolet of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Bobby Labonte also in. Lap 60 on the board as these guys 
come to pit lane. No major chassis adjustments for Kane or Earnhardt Jr. Jimmy Johnson pitted just in front of them. They wiped the grill for Kane. He is down and away, rolling side by side down the pit lane with Bobby Labonte. And the race leader is in in front of Winston Kelly. And he just pulled away. Jeff Burton and Jeff Gordon on pit road. Couldn't see it from this angle, but it looked like Jeff Gordon may have gotten around first. He, they came in on lap number 60 along with the machine of Brian Vickers now coming in. Joe Nemechek leaving pit road. Carl Edwards also has been on for service. Kevin Harvick in tight in the middle and tight in the center off. The word that we get on Kevin Harvick's machine for just about everybody has made their pit stops on this end of pit road and Travis Quapple pulls away and out onto Steve Post. A couple of pit stops continuing down here. Denny Hamlin and J.J. Yaley, the Gibbs Racing teammates, both of them in on lap 60. Minor chassis adjustment on J.J. Yaley's car as he went back on the racetrack. Looks like a rookie mistake for Todd Cleaver. They have cones, traffic cones, at the entrance to pit road down here off turn number four when Todd Cleaver brought his posted 3M Ford in. One of those traffic cones was wedged up under the nose of his car. They completed the pit service, but I believe they had to come down pit road again for a pass-through penalty for hitting that cone, which signifies the inbounds or in pit road area down here along pit road. Dave Blaney was in. Clint Boyer was in for pit service. Kyle uh, Petty was in. Terry Labonte also. Elliot Sadler and Kyle Busch all getting pit service on this end of pit road. Jeff Gordon came out first. Jeff Burton came back on the racetrack second. They are running those two positions right now. Third, Brian Vickers. Fourth, Matt Kenseth. And fifth is Reed Sorensen. That's the way they come off pit road. Lap 67, debris spotted on the racetrack out there right now. That's going to be a big break for a lot of drivers that do that round of, of green flag pit stops a moment ago. It really separated the field. Yeah, it did, except Jeff Gordon and Jeff Burton. They stayed pretty closely uh, packed there. Maybe a few car links separating the first and second place cars. Brian Vickers, four seconds back, though, in third. Kevin Harvick, six and a half seconds back in fourth. And then Matt Kenza, the full seven seconds back in the fifth position. This is our first caution flag of the afternoon. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. We'll go back under the green at lap number 72. Pace cars hit the pit lane, and Kevin Harvick leading for the first time this afternoon. He'll bring the field back to the start-finish line. On the gas, Harvick trying to pull away from Bobby Labonte, lined up at the second spot. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kyle Busch, and Martin Truex right behind it. Quickly does away with the lap car of Todd Cleaver, who gets kicked three wide by Dale Jarrett. Drifts up the bank and nearly gets into Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Kyle Busch scrambles to get by. Traffic jam off of turn number two and down the back straightaway. Race leader Kevin Harvick and Bobby Labonte now racing into turn number three further back. They're still stacked up. Everyone trying to sort it out as Todd Cleaver put out the parachute off turn two. Might turn out to be a good move for Kevin Harvick and the rest of the cars that did not pit getting out of that clean air already pulling away and putting daylight on the rest of the field as they go over to turn two. Harvick's got about five car lengths in hand over Bobby Labonte and it's about a second and a half back to the Jamie McMurray and Dale Earnhardt Jr. Junior cars. Junior rides in the number three position. Dale 
Dale Earnhardt Jr. has got to sort out some lap traffic. He races to the outside of Kyle Petty at the entrance of the corner. He'll stay topside and try to work on Jamie McMurray as they work through turn number four. Jeff Gordon and Jeff Burton still racing together, but currently they're shown back in eighth and ninth, respectively, with a lot of traffic to deal with. Here is Jeff pulling up on Ken Schrader, following the tire tracks of Martin Truex, who swings to the outside of Schrader's Ford. Now it's side by side of the lap car of Kenny Schrader down low. Jeff Gordon up high. Now Jeff Burton going to look to the inside. He'll move underneath Schrader as they exit turn two. Almost stacked him three wide coming off the corner. Jeff Gordon scampers away to challenge with Truex while Jeff Burton races to the inside of the lap car of Kenny Schrader. The lane left open up for Robbie Gordon and others off the corner. Pretty hard racing going on at that spot that we're talking about back there where Jeff Gordon is back at seventh. Jeff Burton, Robbie Gordon, Matt Kenseth, Reed Sorensen, and Brian Vickers all locked up in that knot of traffic heading over to turn two. Kyle Busch is on the move as well. He dives to the inside of the racetrack. We'll move underneath the Ryan Newman machine. Well, Kyle Busch is on the march. Move him to fourth place. And Ryan Newman drops back to fifth. Jeff Gordon is sixth. They're side-by-side side for the seventh position. Here's Jeff Burton to the inside of Martin Truex Jr. Completes the pass in turn number three and now sets sail for Jeff Gordon. Truex slammed the door as soon as Jeff Burton got by because he looked behind and saw Robbie Gordon closing in on him. So Gordon's forced to fall back in line in single file. The front uh, running machine of Kevin Harvick starting to pull away now by a full second over Bobby Levante. Here he comes down the back chute. He's got no traffic to deal with, and he's really got the GM Goodrench Chevrolet wound up. He's pulling away from Bobby Labonte. Comfortable distance between the top three cars. The challenge starting to shape up for fourth. Kyle Busch looks back and sees Jeff Gordon hot to try. They've been mixing up pretty good in the early part of the race. They're about to put 77 laps on the board, and Kevin Harvick all by himself out in that clean air, still putting a lot of daylight on the rest of the field. You know, there have been a lot of great moves made out on that racetrack today, and later on after the race, we'll pick the MRN Radio Castrol slick move of the race. Brought to you by Castrol GTX. It's not just oil, it's liquid engineering. Jeff Gordon on the move down the back straightaway. Dives underneath Kyle Busch to make a pass as they sort it out here at lap 77 in the USG Sheetrock 400. 80 laps are on the scoreboard. Kevin Harvick is a leader as he rolls down the front straightaway and heads back into turn number one. The separation between the leader right now and second place. Two and one-tenth seconds. Second place belonging to Bobby Labonte. Dale Earnhardt Jr. gaining a little ground up there to third. Jeff Gordon fourth from back in fifth is still Kyle Busch. They're all over in turn two. Sixth position trailing Kyle Busch right now is Jeff Burton and Martin Truex Jr. as they work single file off turn number two. Truex Jr. running in the seventh position. Eighth is Reed Sorensen. Ninth is Robbie Gordon. Tenth is Matt Kenseth. They all sort it out now as Robbie Gordon gets a whole lot of company from Kenseth. Kenseth is trying to find his way down to the inside of the Jim Beam Chevrolet. Matt works down to the inside of the track coming off turn four. Does not find the room to make the pass this time so he'll Settle back in line there and run single file. A little further back, here's Casey Kane losing a spot to Tony Stewart, who powers by on the inside. Got the low line move coming off turn number four. Use that advantage to make the pass by the time he got to turn one. Next up, he'll put the crosshairs on the lap car of Travis Quapple. Tony Stewart now going to the 15th position, and Casey Kane's got more trouble at the back door. Here comes Casey Kane looking to the high side, now diving down to the inside and starting to feel a challenge from Casey Mears in the lap car of Scott Wimmer. Casey Mears still riding the momentum from winning the Bush race here yesterday afternoon, having a good run here today. He's on the high side heading back into turn number one. Going to try and get around Casey Kane. Let's see if he can do it. Trying to do it the hard way or not. No, up the track goes Kane. Trying to block what I think he believed would be a high line charge by Mears. Mears instead jumps to the bottom and blows on by. 
Further up, here's Brian Vickers feeling a challenge from Greg Biffle. Biffle uses the outside lane off the end of the back straightaway to complete the pass around the Brian Vickers car. Battle for the fifth position coming down to the line. Kyle Busch has it. Jeff Burton tried coming off turn four to move to the inside. Let's see if he can get him in turn one. Kyle Busch's car not quite as good as it was earlier, Joe. He's had to chase the tail end of that machine a couple of times since the restart, and it's allowed Jeff Burton to close right up on his bumper. A couple of Chevrolets racing in that battle there. You got Kyle Busch and Jeff Burton. Busch decides to take the high line. Burton dives it all the way to the inside lane of the racetrack, but Busch gets the advantage off the corner. Kyle Busch staying up in that high groove, keeping the engine wound out and keeping the RPMs up. Looked like Jeff Burton was going to get him. He got it alongside, but now he's lost about four car lengths as they sweep back into turn one. That's the battle for the number five and six positions. Kyle Busch running about halfway up the banking. Jeff Burton right down on the white line. Here they come to the back straightaway. They've got a decent amount of advantage over Martin Truex Jr., who sees Reed Sorensen closing in on him. That battle comes to the entrance of the corner. Truex uses the bottom of the racetrack, while Reed Sorensen slides up and splits the difference of the banking. Several movers back in the pack up front. Kevin Harvick is moving away. Now a two and a half second lead is what he has over Bobby Labonte with Dale Earnhardt Jr. third, Jeff Gordon fourth, and Kyle Busch in fifth. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy in four tires to no racing fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. A good race going for third place right now. Looks like Bobby Labonte is going to be able to hold off Jeff Gordon, but not much longer. Gordon's got the inside lane as he drops down at the entrance to turn number one. They're going to race side by side off two with Gordon sliding up to take over third. Power slide for Jeff Gordon up across the bow of Bobby Labonte. That puts Jeff Gordon to third. Bobby Labonte drops back to fourth. As a matter of fact, Labonte's going to lose not only the position, but about three car lengths in the process. Now Jeff Gordon is fast, as he has been all day on these long green flag runs. And the question is now, can he catch Kevin Harvick, who is some three and a half seconds ahead? Kevin Harvick all by himself right now. A Sunday drive for the GM Goodrich Chevrolet. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s got a very good car in second, and Jeff Gordon may be a little bit better even in third. He's pulling away from Bobby Labonte, trying to track down Dale Earnhardt Jr. That would be the battle for the second spot. Here's Jr. into turn three, way up the racetrack, about a groove off the wall while Jeff Gordon continues to ride the bottom. Very impressive, as we said a little bit earlier, to look at Jeff Gordon, how good that car drives. He can put it just about anywhere he wants to, as he can run the bottom of the racetrack track, the center groove, or the outside groove. He continues to gain on Dale Earnhardt Jr. in turn two. No doubt about it, he is getting closer in the rearview mirror of Dale Jr. Jr.'s got the second spot, trying to reel in Kevin Harvick, but in danger of being reeled in himself by Gordon. Jeff Gordon continues to have one of the fastest cars on the racetrack, and it's showing right now. Again, Gordon to the bottom of the racetrack, chasing Dale Earnhardt Jr. off turn four. Jr. taking a high line, coming off turn number four. That's what he's found to be his best way to make it through this track, but Dave Moody, we've seen all afternoon, Junior typically at your end of the track and turns one and two, goes all the way up to the top side. Comes into the corner, Joe, about midway on the banking and then just drifts up to that out.
outside wall. Although in the last five or ten laps, he's altered his line a bit. He's dropped down about a groove and a half midway now on the bacon. It was earlier, Dale Earnhardt Jr. almost scraping the paint off the Budweiser Chevrolet. This time he'll change his lane, uses the bottom side of the racetrack to try to fend off the advances of Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon knocking off about two to three car lengths on Dale Earnhardt Jr. each lap around. He's cut it down right now to about 10 behind him as they go back over to turn two. Maybe a case of Dale Jr. knowing where Gordon is running best, experimenting a bit to see if he can drop down the racetrack and take Gordon's best line away from him. Right now, Gordon continues to close the gap. Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s got a couple of problems. He's losing sight of Kevin Harvick, who continues to pull away, and he's got Jeff Gordon closing in behind him again. Both cars at the bottom of the racetrack as Jeff Gordon continues to whittle away at the advantage of Dale Earnhardt Jr. has. Jeff Gordon closes in even more as they come back to the stripe. Kevin Harvick continues maintaining about a second and a half lead over Dale Earnhardt Jr. Let's pick up the second place battle. Jeff Gordon has chased down Dale Earnhardt Jr. Let's see if he makes his move in turn one. To the bottom of the racetrack goes Gordon. The minute he got to the back bumper of the Budweiser Chevrolet, Earnhardt went back up the ladder to the outside groove, and it's enabled him to put four car lengths between himself and Gordon. He's been able to keep Jeff Gordon at arm's length so far, and they both are starting to catch race leader Kevin Harvick. Here's Earnhardt way up against the outside wall rim riding while Gordon continues to use the bottom. Yeah, that time uh, he almost got into the wall up there in turns three and four Dale Earnhardt Jr. did, but he's making it work. Jeff Gordon still about eight to nine car lengths behind him, but the big interval is shortening up right now between Kevin Harvick and both those cars, Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Gordon in turn two. No doubt about it. Kevin Harvick is either coming back to them or they are chasing him down and they are doing it quickly. The lead for Harvick is down to about eight car lengths. And it's getting shorter off the end of the back straightaway. And they're starting to close it on the tail end of the field. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has gone to the whip and to the outside lane. Jeff Gordon in hot pursuit of the race leader as well. Also a good battle shaping up for the sixth position. We talked about Reed Sorensen's good run this afternoon. He is all over Jeff Burton trying to get by him as they come rolling off of turn number four. And they're both closing in on Kyle Busch. But Kevin Harvick, again, with so much experience at this racetrack, so much great uh, uh, racing uh, experience here, winning the first two times we came here, winning the Bush race here last year, and right now seeming to be in command, Adam Alexander, but that lead is down to a half second over Dale Hart Jr. What are they saying? Well, the problem with Kevin Harvick's car is he's radioed in, and he said it's a little bit loose right now, a lot more than it had been earlier. The first run, Kevin Harvick, a little bit tight in the center of the right, or tight in the corner and tight in the center, but then right now he said the car's a little bit loose, so it's kind of what Dave Moody was saying. It's a little bit of Jeff Gordon and Dale Earnhardt Jr. catching him and a little bit of Kevin Harvick backing up to them. Getting tighter and tighter over in turn three. Kevin Harvick now goes to the top of the racetrack. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is there on the back bumper. Now one car length separates the top two. Here they come rolling off turn number four and everyone's on their feet here at Chicagoland Speedway as Jr. is going for the lead. Right up on the rear deck of Kevin Harvick as they reach turn one. Harvick has been right at the bottom all afternoon long. Will stay there here on this lap. Stays to the bottom of the racetrack. Here comes Junior. Full head of steam on the outside. Can he make the move? No. Harvick slides up to block him off. But the battle for the lead now. One car length apart off the end of the back straightaway. Earnhardt slings the Budweiser Chevrolet into turn number three. This time Kevin Harvick keeps it on the bottom. Here's Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the outside off turn four. Dale Jr. not changing his line one bit on either end of the racetrack. He goes in the corner right to, close to the wall and then scrubs it almost all, all the way through the turn. But as we said, he's making it work. Here he goes one more time for the lead in turn one. Junior drives it deep to the outside lane, right up next to the concrete. Harvick hanging 
it on down low. Here comes Junior again. Harvick too fast off the corner. Harvick slides up in front of him, now pulls back to the inside of the racetrack. They're side by side for the lead at Chicagoland. Kevin Harvick on the bottom. Dale Earnhardt Jr. up top with lap traffic directly ahead. Side by side off turn number four. Junior going for it this time. Gets the great run of the Budweiser Chevrolet. He will take the top spot at lap 109. And now Harvick's got a deal with Jeff Gordon, who's closing in from third. Dale Earnhardt Jr. around the outside lane, but this battle may not be over yet. He gets way high to the outside lane. Harvick trying to come back at him. Can't get it done. Off two. Kevin Harvick has to get back in line. Now they've caught the tail end of the pack one more time. Off the end of the back shoot, both Earnhardt and Harvick around the lap traffic of Kenny Wallace downstairs with Jeff Gordon starting to tiptoe in with that battle. Fans are loving it here at Chicago Land Speedway this afternoon watching Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kevin Harvick, and Jeff Gordon slug it out for the top three positions, but Dale Earnhardt Jr. continue to lead laps around the racetrack. Kevin Harvick running second, Jeff Gordon still third. That's a very tight scramble and has been for the last eight or ten laps around this racetrack. They're in traffic right now working off in turn one. Mixed in about a dozen lap cars that they've had to contend with, and it turned into a pretty good battle for the lead. Dale Jr. finally got his way past the lap car of Todd Cleaver. Harvick does two car lengths back. Jeff Gordon a car length further back in third. Now Jeff Gordon bypasses the lap car of Todd Cleaver. He's got a free and clear shot of Kevin Harvick in second. Harvick now back to the bottom, and Jeff Gordon starting to venture out on the outside lane. Two two grooves off the bottom line. Harvick looks so good the way Dale Hart Jr. did it. Jeff says, here, let me try this out too, but it didn't work for him. He falls back in line behind Kevin Harvick. Talked a few moments ago about Reed Sorensen, the great run he's having this afternoon. He just picked up another spot, now up to the fourth position. Winston Kelly is down on his pit. Uh, Chip Ganassi with a big smile on his face. We've already talked to him once. Let's talk to one of his crew chiefs, Jimmy Elledge. Reed Sorensen's first trip to the Chicagoland track. Doing a heck of a job. What's he saying about the car, Jimmy? He really said much the last little bit. It's a little bit too loose. Um, we made just a small adjustment there on that one stop, and we've just been too free. But the uh, car's really good. Really proud of everybody. And uh, try to get this target car in victory lane here in Chicago land to be a great thing for us. He just changed two tires that last time. Is that something that's worked out that you can do toward the end of the race if you need to? I think it's going to be about track position when you get down to the end of this thing. And, uh, I mean, as you've seen here, you got guys that stayed out that, you know, it's taken us 50 laps to catch. So uh, it's going to be interesting there at the end if uh, it ends up being a short run. That's the thoughts of Jimmy Ellett, the crew chief on Reed Sorensen machine. Changed two tires that last time on that second pit stop. So there's still another good uh, 15, 20 laps from coming on pit road. He's looking good right now. Reed Sorensen very solidly in fourth place. Still a good scramble up among the front three. Earnhardt Jr., Jeff Gordon and Kevin Harvick over in turn two. Gordon goes to the bottom, trying to take advantage of Dale Jr. in the lap traffic. They're just about to put a lap on Casey Kane on the back straightaway. Casey Kane directly ahead of the race leader. As a matter of fact, Casey's going to drop to the inside lane of the racetrack, let Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Gordon go. Earnhardt slides up the racetrack. Jeff Gordon's trying to get the run. He's trying for the lead. Can't quite pull up alongside Earnhardt. And, of course, you've also got that lap traffic in the way. Casey Kane sitting right there in the middle of the racetrack. So both have to go to the outside to get by him, but they're only separated by a car length. Both Jr. and Gordon go to the high lane around Casey Kane. Gordon immediately drops about a lane further down once 
they clear him, trying to make the challenge off turn two. Couldn't get it done. He'll follow in behind the Budweiser Chevrolet, but he'll lose a car length in that process. Off the end of the back shoot, here's Dale Earnhardt Jr. again, almost scrubbing the wall. Gordon trying to cut his car to the bottom, but it's not going to work this time by. Dale Jr.'s done a heck of a job of making that high groove work ever since they put him under green here earlier this afternoon. I mean, he has been so close to that wall, as Dave Moody reported over there, you wouldn't want to put your hand out there between the car and the wall. Again, here goes the challenge for the lead off turn two. Jeff Gordon dives to the bottom right down on the white line, but Junior keeps the momentum up in that high groove and will hold him off once more. Keeps the RPMs up in the Budweiser Chevrolet and has been able to hold off Jeff Gordon for now. Again, Junior to the top side. Here's Gordon about middle way of the racetrack, and they're closing in on four lap cars directly ahead. And they've left Kevin Harvick about ten car lengths behind them, so both these guys really starting to check out, but as Mike Bagley said, they've got some traffic to deal with in turn one. If they run the groove they've been running all day, Dale Earnhardt Jr. may run an extra ten miles more than Jeff Gordon, but right now, they're about even as Gordon chases Earnhardt to the outside of Terry Labonte. Lap car of Terry Labonte to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr. He makes the pass. Now Jeff Gordon goes top side, and lap traffic double wide directly ahead. Elliot Sadler to the top side of Joe Nemechek. Well, this traffic they're about to catch might make a difference if whoever gets out of position going off into the corner. They roll down the front straightaway, head back to turn number one. Dale Jr. and Jeff Gordon looking at about a five or six car pack they've got to get through over in turn two. Jr. knows which way he wants to go. He wants it right up next to the wall. He'll move to the outside on Joe Nemechek and close in now on Elliot Sadler. And within the last lap, Jeff Gordon has lost about maybe five or six car lengths to Dale Earnhardt Jr. Here's Jr. to the outside of Joe Nemechek. The lap traffic thins out the single file formation, but Earnhardt pulls away from Gordon by about ten car lengths. A little further back, Jeff Burton on the move. He just went down to the inside of Bobby Labonte. Burton's up to the sixth position. Now Matt Kenseth closing in on Bobby Labonte, who's in the seventh spot. Jeff Gordon has taken the lead because Dale Earnhardt Jr. is on pit road. Dale Earnhardt Jr. passed Kevin Harvick for the lead at lap 109. Been very quiet on the radio. Likes the handling of his race car. Scheduled green flag service at lap 125. The Bud Chevy down and away. Several pit stalls in front of him at lap 126. Greg Biffle in for service. These routine green flag stops. Bobby Labonte, who was running in the top five, also came down the pit lane. Four tires and fuel on his Dodge. These are the guys that did not pit at lap 69. Under caution, Martin Truex Jr. fits that category. He brings the Bass Pro Shop Chevrolet in at lap 126. Scheduled service under the green flag. Winston Kelly. Kevin Harvick's crew has the left side of the car pumped up. The GM Goodrich Chevrolet. Car's been loose as we talked about. Makes the chassis adjustments. Just over 14 seconds. Four tires and Sunoco fuel. Green flag pit stop still underway. Jeff Gordon had taken the lead. Now he's on pit road. They're going to make a track bar adjustment on that machine. Not quite handling as good as it was the first time. As he was coming out of pit road, a close call with his teammate Jimmy Johnson, who pulled out just in front of him, calls Gordon to get on the binders. Well, cost him just a little bit of time, but not too much. Good pit stop for him. Just over 15 seconds. Four tires, a track bar adjustment, and Sunoco fuel. Adam? 128 is when Jimmy Johnson was in for service, Winston. Four tires, fuel, and a chassis adjustment for him. One lap later at 129, Casey Mears on the pit lane. The Chevrolet of Tony Raines in for service. And also in David Strimmy, who comes off his best run of the season. Last week, a 16th at Daytona. All 
three of those machines have pulled away as Brian Vickers and Kurt Busch come to the pit lane in front of Winston Kelly. Kurt Busch's crew working on the right side of his car, as is Jeff Burton. Jeff Burton pulls away. A good pit stop there. Chassis adjustment. Remember, his car has not been handling as good since that first run. So Jeff Burton's crew finishes their work, as does Kurt Busch. Brian Vickers' crew, left side tires. He said, not the same car as it was the first time. Cars just not handling nearly as well as it should. Brian Vickers pulls away. Carl Edwards, four tires and fuel. Steve Post. The Joe Gibbs Racing Duo, J.J. Yaley and Denny Hamlin, they've been racing together on the track. They pit together. Four tires and fuel for Hamlin. Four tires and chassis adjustment for J.J. Yaley. Elliott Sadler is in. Here's the Home Depot Chevrolet. Tony Stewart cranks the car to the left. Now straightens it up. Stewart's team. Greg Zipidelli, the crew chief, on top of the pit box. They're around to the right side. Now the crew around to the left side. The second can of Sunoco Racing Fuel. Four Goodyear Racing Eagles. No changes for the Tony Stewart-driven Home Depot Chevrolet. To Adam Alexander. Matt Kenseth entered today. Second in Nextel Cup points. Only eight behind leader Jimmy Johnson. He stayed on the racetrack. Led a lap. Five bonus points. Then he brought the USG Sheetrock Ford Fusion to pit road. It happened at lap 131. Four tires and fuel. The call there. Casey Kane got two tires. Right sides only at lap 69. The car went loose. He dropped from the top 10 to outside the top 25. He lost a lap. He just brought his McDonald's down. McDonald's Dodge down. Four tires and fuel. And Sterling Marlin was also on the pit lane at lap 131. Race has been relatively clean for the bigger part of the afternoon at lap 133. We're showing only one car. Well, actually, we're showing no cars in the garage area right now, but several cars, as we said just a moment ago, have all been on pit road. They're posting Dale Earnhardt Jr. as the leader at lap 133. Kyle Busch in second, Kevin Harvick third, Jeff Gordon fourth, Reed Sorensen fifth. Jeff Burton would be sixth, Matt Kenseth seventh, Bobby Labonte eighth, Kenny Schrader ninth, and Tony Stewart tenth. We're just past the halfway mark in today's race. Bank of America is the proud sponsor of the Mid-Race Leader Award, where the eligible driver at the halfway point in today's race receives $10,000. If that driver goes on to win the race, he'll receive an additional $5,000 bonus. The Mid-Race Leader Award brought to you by Bank of America. Apply for an official NASCAR credit card issued by Bank of America with a photo of one of more than 60 drivers. Log on to bankofamerica.com forward slash credit cards. Dale Earnhardt Jr. being shown as a leader, rolls off turn number four, hits the front straightaway and heads back into turn number one. At that time, up through turns three and four, he had to get all the way down to the bottom of the racetrack, so that tells me that car will run just about anywhere he wants to, although he prefers to run against the wall. He's in turn one. And again, he's had to go to the bottom to make his way past the Ryan Newman machine. Newman pretty strong upstairs. Jr. is yet to complete the pass. Dale Earnhardt Jr. bypassing Clint Boyer, trying to get by Ryan Newman. And again, at the entrance of turn three, Jr. can't use the top side of the racetrack because that's where Ryan Newman is. Earnhardt all the way against the white line downstairs off the corner. Jr. has a two-second lead over Kyle Busch. Jeff Gordon about two more seconds back. There is a good battle for the third spot. Gordon has it, and right with him is Kevin Harvick, but they, too, are working through some lap traffic in turn one. Indeed, Jeff Gordon having to go to the bottom, trying to make a move on the Tony Range machine. He completes that pass. He now has Range 
margin about six car lengths between himself and Harvick. About a couple of laps ago, Kevin Harvick had the third spot, had to surrender it because Jeff Gordon planted his Chevrolet under him at the entrance of turn number three, and now Gordon starts to pull away. Five, maybe six car lengths, plus the lap car of Cody Rain separate Gordon from Harvick. Yeah, Jeff's got an awful lot of ground to make up to get up there and challenge Dale Earnhardt Jr. for the lead. Kyle Busch is also in second place, but he's two and eight-tenths seconds behind. Jeff Gordon shows almost a full four seconds back over in turn two. And Gordon has lost Kevin Harvick for the moment. Harvick still has not been able to make his way underneath the Tony Reigns machine. He'll make another move off turn two. He'll try it again on the back straightaway. There he is, his Chevrolet to the inside of the Chevrolet of Tony Reigns. He'll complete the pass by the time they get to the entrance of turn number three. But Harvick has lost a whole lot of ground to Jeff Gordon. He's got some digging to do to catch up with Jeff Gordon. They both have a lot of work to do to try to catch up with Dale Earnhardt Jr., the race leader, currently with a 2.8 second lead over second place Kyle Busch. Adam Alexander is Dan Earnhardt's pit. Well, I think one of the neat things about this race team, Joe, is they continue to prove, improve on every aspect of what they do. It used to be Dale Earnhardt Jr. was always a threat to win when we went to a restrictor plate track like a Daytona or a Talladega. They struggled last week at Daytona. Here we are at Chicagoland Intermediate Track, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. is hooked up. His crew chief is Tony Urie Jr., and we'll talk to Tony in a minute as the caution flag is out. They're saying debris on the racing surface for the second time today. That's what's going to bring out our second caution flag here at lap 139. So the debris caution flag coming out yet again just past the halfway mark in today's race. Dale Earnhardt Jr. had built up a three-second lead over Kyle Busch. Jeff Gordon in line in third. Fourth is Kevin Harvick and Reed Sorensen continuing to have a good day. He's fifth. Jeff Burton sixth. Matt Kenseth seventh. Bobby Labonte eighth. And Tony Stewart ninth with Jimmy Johnson up to the tenth position. He's not had a real shining day so far. No, Jimmy hasn't uh, really been a factor, even up in the top five, for that matter. He's been in the top ten a couple of times, but still showing in tenth right now. Greg Biffle is 11th, and 12th is Martin Truex Jr. under this caution. Casey Mears is 13th, Robbie Gordon 14th, and Denny Hamlin 15th. Several cars that we normally expect to show up in the top five. Kurt Busch would be one of those. Kurt's back there in 16th position. 17th is Scott Riggs. Brian Vickers is 18th. J.J. Yaley 19th. And Mark Martin being posted in 20th. And uh, this likely will send everybody right back to pit road again. I'd imagine they'll uh, be coming in to make yet another stop, Winston Kelly. Although it's kind of like what happened earlier this afternoon after they made the green flag stops. Here comes a caution. Yeah, uh, it's been somewhere between about eight and 14 laps that guys have come down pit road. I think what this is going to set up, most everybody will come down pit road. You may see some two-tire stops, may see some gas and goes like we saw earlier, and a few four-tire stops. The cars that are strong, I expect to see guys like Jeff Gordon, Kevin Harvick, Dale Earnhardt Jr. to get four tires, and some of the other guys may try to get some track position with no tires or two tires. And, of course, there will be a couple of guys that surprise us and stay out. We'll see. Pace car brings the field off turn number four. A little faking going on at the front of the field. Dale Earnhardt Jr. will be the first to hit pit road, so it looks like the majority of the cars on the lead lap will make a pit stop. As they roll down, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kyle Busch is coming in. Jeff Gordon is coming in. Let's go down to Steve Post. Kyle Busch, the first one in the car, Quest Chevrolet. The crew around to the right side, working on the right side of it. Denny Hamlin brings Joe Gibbs FedEx Chevrolet. Also the Vesicare Chevrolet from Joe Gibbs Racing of J.J. Yaley is in. Going to be a chassis adjustment. Very quick two-tire pit stop for Robbie Gordon. Also in on this end of pit road, Mark Martin in the AAA 
Kelly Ford. On up to Winston Kelly. Fuel only for the machine of Breeden's Hearts. And it's going to be four tires for Jeff Gordon. It was two tires for Kevin Harvick. Looks like it's going to be four tires for Jeff Burton. Same thing for Carl Edwards. Brian Vickers getting four tires as will Kurt Busch. Multiple ch ch options right here on this end of pit road. Adam? On the midsection of pit road, Matt Kenseth was the quickest off from our vantage point. Difficult to see what Kenseth did, but at most he put on two tires because he was away very quickly. It looked like perhaps a right, right side tire stop for Kenseth. For leader Dale Earnhardt Jr., he comes down the pit lane. No changes. Four tires and fuel on the Bud Chevy. Jimmy Johnson was on the pit lane, as was Bobby Labonte for service under caution at lap 142. Looked like Reed Sorensen was the first off pit road and uh, looks like, again, they made uh, kind of an interesting stop there, Winston Kelly. Yeah, they decided they were just going to go fuel only. Jimmy Elledge not afraid to roll the dice. And we talked about he made a two-tire stop. The, the very first pit stop, they came down, took on four tires. When we had that next caution flag about nine laps later, they took on two tires, regular green flag stops. They went back, took on four tires. This time, a gas and go, the call from Jimmy Elledge. 26 cars are shown now on the lead lap as we get set to go back under the green flag. Going to be an awful lot of lap traffic down to the inside of that outside lane where the car is on the lead lap. That's going to be a little frustrating for Dale Earnhardt Jr., Robbie Gordon, Jeff Burton, some of those guys from about eighth position on back. Rolling down to the line, green flag goes in the air as they set sail for turn number one. Reed Sorensen has Casey Kane on the tail end of the lead lap directly ahead. They head off into turn one. Kane really wants to stay there. Gets a good jump on the lap machine of Travis Quapple. Jumps away by about four car lengths. Sorensen now to the outside of Quapple in turn and Quapple's going to race Sorensen hard midway down the back straightaway. They're side-by-side side with race leader Reed Sorensen in the outside lane. Sorensen slides up the racetrack. He'll bypass Quapple, but he's got a truck full of Matt Kenseth off turn four. Yeah, Kenseth is all over him with that Ford coming off turn number four. Both forced to go to the outside lane because of Quapple occupying the inside spot. Now Reed's able to get away, and now Quapple alongside Matt Kenseth in turn one. Kenseth powers to the outside. He'll complete the pass. Now here comes Kevin. Harvick, Quapple, though, slides up in front of Harvick, off two. Harvick's got to check up. That allows Tony Stewart with a full head of steam to go three wide. Petty on the bottom, Harvick in the middle, Stewart topside. Petty bails out. Now Harvick goes to work on Travis Quapple. Harvick gets out of that pack of traffic. Now he's got nothing between himself and the front two but daylight if he can run them down here at the start-finish line. Tony Stewart gets free of the traffic also. And Kyle Busch makes it three wide going off into turn number one back there at fifth place. Right up the middle as he splits Kyle Petty and Travis Quaffle. Great side of the pack in the number six position and tries to track down Tony Stewart. Meanwhile, battle for the lead heats up. Matt Kenseth still on the back bumper of Reed Sorensen. Sorensen takes a wider line coming into the corner. That allows Matt Kenseth to get even closer to him in turn four. Both those cars, Reed Sorensen and Matt Kenseth, only took fuel on that last stop. But they've got a great battle going on for the top position, separated by maybe a car length and a half in turn one. Young Reed Sorensen getting all the pressure he wants from the former Nextel Cup champion. Here comes Kenseth again. Drives it deep to the inside. Off turn number two. Sorensen under attack for the lead. Reed Sorensen, though, got a better run off the corner. He's able to put about a half a car length out in front of Matt Kenseth. That doesn't last long. Here's Kenseth charging deep in the corner. Sorensen goes up the racetrack, and Kenseth goes to the lead. And Kevin Harvick thinks seriously of taking second place away from Reed Sorensen as they hit the start-finish line. They are dead heat going off into turn one. See if he can pull it off. Kevin Harvick saw what Matt Kenseth pulled on Reed Sorensen. He tries the exact same thing, and it's going to work. Move Harvick to the number two position. Sorensen back to third, but maybe not for long. Here comes Tony Stewart. 
Tony Stewart trying to make that a three-man fight for the second spot. Harvick, Sorensen, and Stewart single file back to the corner. Stewart's trying to squeeze and wedge his way to the inside of Sorensen. It'll work. Stewart's there, downstairs. Yep. Lane is opened up for Tony Stewart. He just pulls down to the inside lane and will pick off that spot. Further back, here's Greg Biffle. Haven't talked a lot about him today. Suddenly, he's coming to life. The first has to get by Kyle Busch. And he's working hard to do exactly that. Right down at the bottom of the banking. Kyle Busch running about halfway up between the apron and the wall. Here's Biffle to the inside on Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch almost slapped the wall. That opens the inside lane for Greg Biffle. In front of them, Reed Sorensen back to the inside of Tony Stewart. He'll retake the number three position. But Stewart there and wants it back in the corner. Tony takes a look down to the bottom of the racetrack. Nowhere to go right there. They hit the front straightaway and go back into turn number one. And on the tail end of that six-car pack of traffic, here comes Jeff Gordon all of a sudden now. He's working his way up to get in the mix over in turn two. Gordon busted a few moves to get out of that pack of lap traffic. He's about three, maybe four car lengths off the bump we're about to have a five-man fight for third. Reed Sorensen and Tony Stewart are nose to tail. Three car lengths back to Greg Biffle. Kyle Busch is on his back bumper. And then Jeff Gordon now, three car lengths behind Busch. Here's Tony Stewart on the move once again. I think we saw this about three laps ago, right to the inside of turn four underneath Reed Sorensen. So Stewart moves up to third, Sorensen to fourth, and the race on again for fifth. It's Reed Sorensen under attack, diving down to the inside lane. This time it's Greg Biffle. Sorensen on those older tires, pushes up the banking. So far, so good, though, for Reed Sorensen, but not the same case for Kyle Busch. Busch feels the challenge from Jeff Gordon. Matter of fact, Gordon will take the line and the position, and that blows in on Greg Biffle. Jeff puts the car at the bottom of the racetrack, gains a spot. He's had one of the better cars here at Chicagoland Speedway all afternoon as they work their way back into turn number one. Not real sure Kyle Busch is happy with that move. He's still all over Jeff Gordon in turn two. Dogging the tire tracks of the DuPont Chevrolet. Now he'll climb the banking, trying to make an outside line move, but Gordon too strong to the back straightaway. That is the battle for the sixth position. Gordon has sixth. Here's Kyle Busch in seventh. Busch goes to the high side of the racetrack in turn three, while Jeff Gordon, like he has done all day long, keeps his car to the bottom of the racetrack. Matt Kenseth continues leading now by a half second over Kevin Harvick. Tony Stewart, who we've not talked a lot about today, has popped up there in the top five. He's running in the third position. We told you Greg Biffle has come close to the front. He's now in the fifth spot, and Jimmy Johnson still works there in the top ten. Let's take a sweep through the pits now, brought to you by Craftsman. Craftsman tools are the official tools of NASCAR. Craftsman available at Sears. Winston Kelly. Well, since it's only been about 12 or 13 laps, not a whole lot of report from the driver so far. Still got a good ways to go. Normally, uh, somewhere about uh, 20, 25 laps, they start calling in and talking about the handling of the race car. We were just headed down to talk to Reed Sorensen's crew to see exactly what he was saying about the car. If it was just the old tires, car seems to be pretty good still. Stable, but as Dave Moody talked about and you guys in the booth talked about, wasn't able to hold them off with those older tires. So right now, everybody's just kind of holding their own. Adam Alexander? Yeah, let's talk about some guys who played Pat Pitt strategy there, Winston, to gain some track position. One, our leader, Matt Kenseth. Weren't sure if he took two tires or fuel only because it was an incredible stop. It was indeed fuel only for Matt Kenseth. So he's out front, and we can see what that clean air means. That pit stop coming at lap 142, so should it stay green, Kenseth would be able to do this thing on one more stop sometime around 
16 laps to go. We should also talk about his teammate, Greg Biffle. He took right side tires only there. Had himself a spot in the top five. He currently rides sixth. That's as good as he's been in the running order all day long. And we should also talk about Casey Mears. He's been quiet throughout the day. Battled a tight handling race car in the early going. But as he has his eye on a weekend sweep after winning yesterday's NASCAR Busch Series race, he too took two tires only on that stop at 142. And he finds himself just outside the top ten. Steve Post? Well, you guys in the booth mentioned it. We haven't said a lot about Tony Stewart. Early in today's event, it's been about passing cars. Stewart started 34th, raced up to the 12th spot, pitted on lap 69 through some teams taking no tires, some not uh, stopping, some taking two tires. Tony was back outside of the top 20, raced back up to the top 10. Now it was good quick pit service on the last time that put him out on the racetrack in the fifth spot, and he continues to race forward. Stewart has said very little about the condition of the Home Depot Chevrolet. Interpretation of that, it's very good. Restarted fifth up to the third spot, so Tony Stewart looks like he's having another good run here this afternoon at Chicago Land Speedway. Denny Hamlin, his teammate at Joe Gibbs Racing, restarted this last time at 18th spot. They're up to 13th. They've been fighting a free condition of the race car. That means the rear end of the car wants to slide out from it. Mike Ford, the crew chief, has been inching up. Small adjustments each and every time on the FedEx Chevrolet, and it looks like they might be hitting on something as Denny Hamlin is now closing up near the top 10. At Chicago Land Speedway, down to 103 laps to go in the USG Sheetrock 400 this afternoon with Matt Kenseth taking over the top spot at lap 143. He's one of eight drivers who has shared time at the front of the field this afternoon. And Barney, like we've seen uh, here before, especially yesterday in the Bush race, it seems like whoever it is, once he gets out front, he pulls away. Yeah, the clean air is, really seems to make a big, big difference here at this racetrack, and it certainly has for everybody we've seen in the front of the field today. And currently, Matt Kenseth opening up daylight. One and seven-tenths seconds on Kevin Harvick right now. Rest of the top five. Tony Stewart's third. Jeff Gordon fourth. And Reed Sorensen is fifth. We're talking among ourselves here just a moment ago in that commercial break about Casey Kane has just had a phenomenal year. and he's, he's had some runs that were mediocre at best, but he's also had just a dream season in one sense. But today, uh, man, they have... I don't, They've probably got uh, half a dozen problems, more than likely. He's showing back in 22nd position. You don't normally see that car outside the top 20. No, and he won at three other mile-and-a-half trials like this. Uh, has had a phenomenal year, and we were talking at the beginning of the broadcast about this car being the same one that accomplished all that. Adam Alexander, what's their problem today? Well, they not only won at those mile-and-a-half racetracks, Joe, but this is the same car he had at Michigan three weeks ago when, if you remember, he sat on the pole, wrecked the car in practice Saturday. They repaired it. He fell a lap down after he had debris on the grill and the water heater, or the uh, water, excuse me, the water temperature uh, caused the car, or skyrocketed to 250. He overheated, had to make an unscheduled pit stop, and still came through the field to win a rain-shortened event. So this has been a magical race car, and you would think he would have been great here today, as you said, but I talked to Kenny Francis, his crew chief in the garage this morning, and he said they were struggling to get the car to handle, and the reason is a different tire combination here that really through them for a loop setup-wise. So I think he had a lot of concerns. The car's been loose all day long, bouncing through the corners. They made a two-tire stop when they came in at lap 69. That was really the run where they dropped back through the field. They started just outside the top 10 on that restart, quickly went outside the top 25, and really have had a hard time recovering ever since. So some weeks you hit it, some weeks you don't. And today certainly has not been a magical day for Casey Kane and his McDonald's. Dodge. Casey's still riding back
back there in 22nd position. He's still got plenty of time to maybe make a few adjustments on the car and get himself back in the ballpark and at least come up and possibly get himself a top 10 finish. But for the moment, things not going their way at all. For Matt Kenseth, everything's going his way pretty good. At lap 169, he is the leader by one and six tenths seconds over Kevin Harvick. Tony Stewart still rides third, Jeff Gordon fourth, and Reed Sorensen fifth. And Joe, when, you, um, when you're given down the top 10, you normally look for some names that are almost always up there. Ryan Newman not having a good day. Ryan's back in 26th position. Elliot Sadler shows all the way back in 28th. Dale Jarrett, his teammates, is back in 29th. Carl Edwards back there in 31st position. So a lot of guys have missed the boat here for whatever reason today. Yeah, just not been a good day for uh, some of the guys out here. But for others, we talked about, uh, I guess, namely Reed Sorensen, the rookie driver, having a fantastic run here this afternoon. And Denny Hamlin, who didn't get off to a good start today. He's made up for that, though, I guess, with a number of adjustments uh, throughout the course of the race. And there he is up there in the 11th position. Greg Biffle had a great run going, trying to get things turned around. The first part of his season was miserable. And then over the last few weeks, with the exception of last week at Daytona, had seven straight top ten finishes. And I think it's only persistence and really being determined to do well that uh, brings you back up close to the front. It has done that for Greg Biffle and has brought him up inside the top ten. We'll talk more about him in a moment. Right now, the caution flag is out. Apparently, Terry Labonte with a problem. He's slowed on the racetrack and turned three in front of Mike Bagley. Joey is off the pace. The Kellogg Chevrolet down to the inside. Some smoke wisping from the back corner panel of that car. He is all the way down low and he is off the pace and I believe he is shuttered out and is coasting back to the pit lane. Caution is on the speedway. This is going to send everybody back to pit road and uh, Winston Kelly there's no way they can make it if they make this stop at this juncture without making another one is there? No absolutely not. The longest that we heard any guy could any uh, team could go 65 maybe 66 laps and with uh, just under 100 laps to go somewhere around uh, 96 97 laps to go they have to make at least one more pit stop but still expect everybody to come down pit road. Lap 171, and this is the third caution flag of the day. It comes out at lap 170. Again, uh, it's been a relatively clean race this afternoon. It has. Uh, only three caution flags have waved. The first two were for debris, and this is the first time it's been anything other than debris as uh, Terry Levante stalls there on the back straightaway. And now here comes the field on the pit road. The pit lane is open. The stops will come at lap 172. Matt Kenseth slows down the pace as he enters the pit road and brings the entire field of lead lap cars in for their stops. Let's go first to Steve Post. Tony Stewart brings the Home Depot Chevrolet and going to be four tires it looks like in fuel right now at least around to the right side. Now around to the left side. Kurt Busch or Kyle Busch is in. Directly in front of him. Demi Hamlin is in. Uh, chassis adjustment on Hamlin's car. J.J. Yaley chassis adjustment. Robbie Gordon is in. Clint Boyer also getting pit work and Mark Martin on this end of pit road. On up to Winston Kelly. Jeff Burton, the car won't turn in the center. They got to get it to turn in the center better four tires for he and Kevin Harvick and Jeff Gordon. They go out. Harvick follows out the machine of Matt Kenseth, then Tony Stewart, then Jeff Gordon. A drag race between Jeff Burton and Greg Biffle. It's going to be four tires this time for Reed Sorensen. Not messing around there. Didn't work out last time with a no-tire stop. Brian Vickers also among the guys on this end of pit road with four tires and fuel along with Kurt Busch. Adam? These pit stops at lap 172, Winston, and it worked out perfect for Matt Kenseth. He went fuel only 
only at lap 142. Short green flag run. 30 laps later, he's on the pit lane. Gets four fresh tires and fuel on his USG sheetrock Ford. Greg Biffle radioed in just before the caution came out, said his car extremely loose. They were on the wall, ready to pit. Then the caution came out. He comes down for routine service. Jimmy Johnson was in for four tires. The same for Dale Earnhardt Jr. Casey Mears was also in, along with Martin Truex Jr., Bobby Labonte, and Casey Kane. We're back at Chicago Land Speedway. Field just crossed the start finish line. Got the indication we're going green. One more circuit around. This is the way they'll restart. Matt Kenseth is the leader. Kevin Harvick is second. Tony Stewart third. Jeff Gordon fourth. And fifth is Jeff Burton. Greg Biffle is sixth. Reed Sorensen seventh. Jimmy Johnson is eighth. Ninth is Kyle Busch. And tenth is Denny Hamlin. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is going to restart 11th. Casey Mears 12th. Scott Riggs 13th. 14th Bobby Labonte. And 15th Brian Vickers. Rest of the top 20. In 16th is J.J. Yaley. Martin Truex Jr. 17th. Clint Boyer 18th. 18th, Casey Kane is 19th, and 20th is Kurt Busch. 21st for the restart, David Stremme, Mark Martin 22nd, Robbie Gordon is 23rd. Those are the cars shown on the lead lap. One lap down in 24th, that's Ryan Newman, Dave Blaney 25th. Rest of the top 30 are Jeff Green, Elliot Sadler, Jeremy Mayfield, Dale Jarrett back in 29th, and Kyle Petty 30th for the restart. Pace car hits the pit lane. Here they come off turn number four at lap number 175. They'll go back under the green flag here at Chicago land speedway on the gas matt kenseth trying to pull that forward away from the chevy of kevin harvick tony stewart and jeff gordon lined up behind them all working that traffic up in turn one kenseth gets away from the lead the lead lap down car of ryan newman now kevin harvick will do the same tony stewart trying to get it done but can't at the exit of turn two he can't do it because ryan newman slides up the track right in front of him and he's got dave blaney to his inside off the end of the back straightaway stewart climbs the back trying to get the run on Blaney and trying to overtake Ryan Newman. Tony got to really be frustrated right now. Nowhere to go. That lap traffic is holding him up while the front three or front two get away. Matt Kenseth and Kevin Harvick go back to one. Let's see if Stewart can get out of that traffic and run them down. Dives to the bottom of the racetrack, but Ryan Newman has got that group covered already. Stewart digging hard to the inside. He'll pull alongside at the exit of two. Trying to root Ryan Newman out of the way. He'll do it on the back straightaway. Stewart to Newman's inside at the entrance to the corner. Stewart completes the pass. The lane is left open for Jeff Gordon to try to do the same. That's why Stewart is in such a hurry. He sees Jeff Gordon, and he sees him coming fast. Gordon first has to deal with Dave Blaney. Pulls down to the inside of the Caterpillar Dodge. Draws even with him. Has yet another lap car to pass. More work to do for Jeff Gordon. Ryan Newman still about three car lengths ahead running that same low line that Gordon has used so well all afternoon. But Jeff Gordon gets the good runoff turn two, rockets up onto the back straightaway, and is now one car length in the rears. Now he charges deep into turn number three. Fender up alongside Newman. Newman slides wide and lets Jeff Gordon have the bottom lane. They've got some furious racing going on from fourth place on back right now. Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, Greg Biffle, Reed Sorensen, Denny Hamlin. Part of that is some lap traffic that they're sandwiched in, trying to get out of to make sure the front three don't get too far away. They go to turn two. Burton, Biffle, and Sorensen are all nose to tail. the battle for the fifth position. Jeff Burton in fifth. Greg Biffle in sixth. Reed Sorensen in seventh. Those cars single file right behind the lap car of Jeff Green. 
Matt Kenseth continues to lead, and he leads by a great margin right now, rolling out of turn number four and heading back into the front straightaway. Kenseth's advantage will clock it when he crosses the start-finish line at the flag stand, and he is ahead right now by two and two-tenths seconds, but that is a furious battle back there for second place. Number two position just changed hands at the start-finish line. Tony Stewart took it away, but he wiggles badly getting into turn number one. That'll allow Kevin Harvick back to the bottom, but Stewart regroups and holds him off. Kevin Harvick gets the look of the inside lane, and that's all he gets because Stewart regroups on the back straightaway. Matter of fact, he'll pull away from Harvick by about two car lengths, and now Harvick starts to slip into the clutches of Jeff Gordon. Battling for second and third. This is all going on 2.2 seconds behind race leader Matt Kenseth. Tony Stewart looks back. Harvick is there, maybe three car lengths behind him, and three more car lengths back is Jeff Gordon. Yeah, don't look now, but the DuPont Chevrolet is on the march, closing in on the back bumper of Kevin Harvick's good race. trying to hang on to the third spot. Jeff Gordon is there. Gordon looking over Harvick now at the entrance of the corner. Two car lengths separate those drivers. Both of them flew to the bottom of the racetrack. It is hard to believe how much difference the clean air makes if you get in the lead out here and get a little bit of a lead on the rest of the field. You could just set sail and get away, Dave Moody. Yeah, indeed. We've seen Matt Kenseth run second, third, fourth. Look solid, but not spectacular in doing it. But now he has just checked out. Here's the battle for third place. Jeff Gordon to the inside on Harvick slips off the inside lane off turn number two. That allows Jeff Gordon the inside line. By the time they reach the entrance of turn number three, Jeff Gordon will take the position and pull away by two car lengths. So Jeff Gordon's picked up that spot, getting by Kevin Harvick. Now let's see what he can do with Tony Stewart. Tony's not been that strong all afternoon. Maybe saving it to when it really matters here in the final 82 laps. Let's see if Jeff can catch him in one. Stewart has very methodically made his way from the back of the pack up to the top five. Jeff Gordon has had a fast car all day. He's about seven car lengths behind Tony Stewart. As Gordon pulls away from Kevin Harvick, starting to slowly close in on Tony Stewart. Everybody right now running the inside line. Again, the difference between second and third place is about six car lengths. 186 laps go on the scoreboard. Let's run you back through the top 25. It is Matt Kenseth leading, Tony Stewart second, Jeff Gordon third, Kevin Harvick fourth, and Jeff Burton fifth. Greg Biffle is a player right now. He is up there in sixth. Reed Sorensen still continues to have just a great day. He is seventh. Denny Hamlin is eighth. Kyle Busch ninth. And Jimmy Johnson tenth. Eleventh is Scott Riggs. Good run for him. Casey Mears is twelfth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has dropped back to thirteenth. Brian Vickers is 14th, and Casey Kane is 15th. J.J. Yaley would be 16th. Bobby Labonte, 17th. 18th is Clint Boyer. Kurt Busch is 19th, and Mark Martin's 20th. Rest of the top 25, Martin Truex Jr., David Scrimmy, Robbie Gordon, Dave Blaney, and Jeff Green. That's the way they run at the end of 187 laps. 14 lead changes among nine different drivers here this afternoon. The caution flag has waved three times. Again, Matt Kenseth is the race leader. Let's check in with Steve Post. Well, it's always great to see Terry Labonte at the racetrack, but it's not great to talk to Terry Labonte mid-race. Terry, what puts you out of today's event? Well, I guess we lost the engine there. I think it broke a rod or something. We had been struggling just a little bit, and then uh, we got the—we never really got the car very good, and then we started missing, and then something just gave, gave way in the bottom end there. So, I don't know. Too bad. You said you struggled a little bit. How tough is it to come in and run a limited schedule against these teams that run and compete and learn week in and week out? It's a little tougher than I thought. Um, you know, we just always seem to have to play catch up a lot of times, and it's hard to, if you don't do it every weekend, it's hard to stay on top of the setups, I think. So, uh, I don't know. You know, we, we've had some good runs at times, but we've never really been able to put the whole race together, I think, from start to finish. So, we've got, we got a few more left, and so we'll do our best.
Terry Labonte, he's doing the shifting gears, Lone Star style, his final tour of some of the races. His next one is in two weeks in Pocono, Pennsylvania. Meanwhile, Jeff Gordon has moved up by Tony Stewart. Gordon is now in the second spot, but he's three seconds behind Matt Kenseth. 196 laps on the board. Top three right now, Matt Kenseth, Jeff Gordon, and Tony Stewart. The interval between Matt Kenseth and Jeff Gordon is about two seconds. It's a little further back to Tony Stewart, who still runs a very strong third. Tony is about three and a half seconds back of the leader, Matt Kenseth. Why don't we check in their pits right now, see what's going on. Adam Alexander? Well, I'll tell you, it's been an interesting day for Matt Kenseth, Barney, and I say interesting because he started in the top ten and has stayed there virtually the whole afternoon. The interesting part, they've applied several different strategies when coming down the pit lane. We've seen him take four tires, which is what they did most recently at lap 172. They took fuel only to stop before that, and earlier in the race, it was right side tires only. Trouble on the back straight away as Tony Raines has slid down to the inside of the racetrack, keeps the car off the wall, but Tony Raines goes for a wild slide down to the inside of the back straightaway. Caution is on the speedway. It will come out at lap 198. Let's go back to turn three. Hard to tell what, how it started, Barney, but it ended with Tony Raines breaking loose and sliding down the grass all the way the full length of the back straightaway. Kept the car off the inside retaining wall to a degree. Does have slight damage on the left rear of his machine. Minimal at best. Single car accident as Tony Raines slides down to the inside all the way down the back chute. It's like he lost it by himself uh, watching the replay on the next television screen. Uh, Barney coming off turn two. The back end has kind of slipped around, and he spun there, bringing out the caution for the fourth time this afternoon. So we should see some action on pit road, and I would assume they can go the rest of the way. Let's check on pit road to find out what pit strategies are being planned. Brought to you by Sunoco, the official fuel of NASCAR. First to Winston Kelly. Absolutely no doubt everybody's going to come down pit road. It's not quite as certain can they go the rest of the way. Generally, we heard from guys that their pit window was somewhere between 60, 62, maybe up to 64, 65. Pit road open next time by. It'll be lap number 200. That'll give us 67 laps to go. So without any caution flag laps, we could have a nail biter again. Now, as soon as we talk about that, you generally see a caution flag that makes it for naught, but it's not certain that they can go to the rest of the way. Adam? Well, I'd say a major question, Mark Winston, as far as anyone on my sheet today has gone, 65 laps. So that would be short of the 67 that will remain once they come down pit road here. Now, that will not factor the fact we'll run a couple of more laps under caution after they pit, which will help their fuel mileage and any more cautions that will come the rest of the day. But it's going to be very, very close once pitting here if these guys can go the distance. And then you always have to factor in a possible green-white checker, which would add a couple of more laps. And as we talk about the strategies. We will see how it plays out. Leader Matt Kenseth brings it in. USG Sheetrock Ford. He's done everything today. Two tires, four tires, fuel only. This time it's going to be a four-tire stop. Dale Earnhardt Jr. going to pit. Jimmy Johnson on the pit lane. Casey Mears, Martin Truex Jr., David Strimmey all coming down the pit lane at lap 200. A chassis adjustment. Four tires, fuel. Kenseth is away. Winston Kelly. Jeff Gordon's crew's done nothing but four tires all day long. They're going to do the same thing. Loose the word this time from Jeff Burton. 
Four tires stopped there. But Matt, but Matt Kenseth is going to be first down of the way. Then Gordon, then Stewart, then Jeff Burton, Kevin Harvick next. He, too, got four tires and fuel. Scott Riggs pulls off. Looks like a tire strategy there. Reed Sorensen with his service returns to the racetrack. Down to Steve Post. Absolutely the same strategy down here by all the teams. Four tire fuel. Some did make chassis adjustment. Tony Stewart, the first one in. And of the cars on this end of pit road, he was the first one off. Four tires, two Kansas Sunoco Racing Fuel. Denny Hamlin was in. J.J. Yaley, Robbie Gordon, and Clint Boyer. And Mark Martin also getting, actually, Clint Boyer was not in. It was Mark Martin in getting pit service as well. Here on lap 200, and we're in the same boat down here, 67. A little bit further than I think some of these guys want to go, and I think some can make it to the distance. So, going to be an interesting finish here at Chicagoland. And a lot of this is going to depend on how many laps they continue to sit out here and run under caution while they clean up over in the back straightaway. We see a couple of cleanup trucks over there right now uh, looking where Tony Rain spun just a moment ago. Matt Kenseth was the first off the pit lane as they come rolling off of turn number four, still behind the caution flag, uh, behind the caution car, that is. Uh, the group of cars now on pit road are those a lap or more down. So here they come to the line. It is Matt Kenseth, then Jeff Gordon, Tony Stewart, Jeff Burton, and Kevin Harvick. That's the way they came off pit road. Brought to you by AAA. Book a vacation, plan a road trip, buy life insurance, take out a car loan. All in one pit stop. Call 1-866-JOIN-AAA or visit AAA.com. Working caution. They're cleaning up over there. Mike, how long is it going to be? Shouldn't be too longer, Barney, because we're doing just a once-over over here at the end of the back straightaway. Only one safety truck checking for debris on the high side of turn number three. Everyone else has left the scene over here, so shouldn't be too much longer. They're posting Bobby Labonte as the leader at lap 201. Apparently, Bobby, uh, I don't know if he just ducked off pit road. I don't think he went in, though. But Matt Kenseth is showing second. Jeff Gordon, third. Tony Stewart, fourth. Jeff Burton, fifth. Kevin Harvick, sixth. Jimmy Johnson gets up to seventh. Greg Biffle, eighth. Scott Riggs, ninth. And Denny Hamlin is tenth. Eleventh, Reed Sorensen. Kyle Busch is 12th, J.J. Yaley is 13th, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is showing in 14th, and 15th is Casey Mears, 16th, Kurt Busch, 17th, Clint Boyer, 18th, Casey Kane, 19th is Mark Martin, and 20th is Brian Vickers. Rest of the top 25, Martin Truex Jr. is 21st, David Strimmey, 22nd, 23rd, Dave Blaney, Robbie Gordon, 24th, and Jeff Green, 25th. Adam Alexander, how did Bobby Labonte get the lead? He stayed out, Joe. He was on the lead lap, but decided to pit with those cars one lap down, so they stayed out to lead a lap, then came down for service. He wanted to get those five bonus points. Once that was accomplished, he pitted and now will drop back in the field. Okay, he comes back on the pit road now to make his stop. That'll turn the lead over to Matt Kenseth. Barney gave you the top 25. Let's take you further down the leaderboard. Carl Edwards is shown in 26th. Ryan Newman, 27th. Sterling Marlin, 28th. Michael Waltrip, 29th. And Dale Jarrett, 30th. 31st is Jeremy Mayfield. Kyle Petty, 32nd. Elliot Sadler, 33rd. Travis Quapple, 34th. 35th is Joe Dimacek. 36th is Jamie McMurray. 37th is uh, Scott Wimmer. 38th is Kenny Wallace. Tony Raines, 39th. And 40th, Todd Cleaver, followed by Ken Schrader. Terry Labonte, again, is out of the race. That's the only car of the 43 starters that is out of the event here this afternoon. As we're down to 65 laps to go. Fields in the middle of the backstretch getting ready to move around here and go green when they come off turn number four this time. Add uh, one other note to what we're talking about. All these changes and everything is coming up. 
used to, you could kind of look at the Bush Series and say, well, this young driver is ready to move up. This young driver is. If you look over there right now, there's nobody that really stands out, and it's the same thing in the Truck Series, really. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the teams, a lot of the drivers who were in the Cup Series are now running in the Bush Series and, and Truck Series, and a lot of guys who are in the Truck Series now are kind of stepping back, like Mark Martin plans to do next year. That was the original plan, anyway, to run full-time in the Truck Series and, and uh, step out of Nextel Cup Series racing. So a lot up in the air, and again, we'll follow it best we can. Right now, let's follow this USG Sheetrock 400. It goes back under the green flag with Matt Kenseth at the head of the pack. They're off to turn one. Jumps down to the outside lane, gets around the lap machine of Jeremy Mayfield. Jeff Gordon will try and do the same. Tony Stewart riding in third, then Jeff Burton. Now it's Jeff Gordon that's trapped in traffic. Carl Edwards to his inside, Jeremy Mayfield directly ahead, and Matt Kenseth pulling away. At the entrance to turn number three, here's Jeff Gordon again to the outside of Edwards, but he's well behind race leader Matt and that's the worst thing can happen to whoever's running second, third, and fourth back there is to get caught in some of that lap traffic and allow the leader to get just a little daylight because, as we said, once they get in that clean air, it looks like they get gone in a hurry. Scramble still back there for second place. Second and third under contest. Jeff Gordon got second. Jeff Burton just took third away from Tony Stewart. Kevin Harvick won on the inside line on Tony Stewart, but Carl Edwards' lap car was there. So again, here's Harvick trying to get around Edwards. He'll do that in turn number three and set sail for Tony Stewart. Here they come working off turn four back to the line while all that shuffling going on is going on from second on back. It has allowed Matt Kenseth to again pull away. He has a full one-second lead over Jeff Gordon. We're in the final 60 laps of the USG Sheetrock 400 NASCAR Nextel Cup Series race here at Chicagoland Speedway this afternoon. MRN Radio glad to be bringing it to you live along with Barney Hall. I'm Joe Moore, Dave Moody, and Mike Bagley in the turns today on pit road. Winston Kelly, Adam Alexander, and Steve Post. 17 lead changes among 10 different drivers. Right now it's Matt Kenseth, Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burden, Tony Stewart, and Kevin Harvick. Denny Hamlin was running in the top 10. Now he's on pit road. Let's see what the problem is there. Well, the crew around it looks like a left rear tire might be flat on the Federal Express Chevrolet. They're going to take this opportunity to make sure that it is that one. They put four tires, two cans of Sunoco Racing Fuel. So unscheduled pit stop. Now Denny Hamlin down and away. Yeah, you've been running pretty good for the better part of the afternoon, off and on, up in the top 10, and uh, staying in the top 15 for the better part of the afternoon. But right now, this unscheduled pit stop is going to cost him a lot of real estate out there. 213 laps in the record book. As they wind them down here, Matt Kenseth continues to lead. He's up in turns three and four, heading back into the front straightaway. Jeff Gordon is closing in a little bit as they work out of four and move down to the start-finish line. Gordon is there, only about five, six car lengths behind. Jeff Burton trying to reel down the front two. Let's watch what happens in turn one. There's no doubt that Jeff Gordon is closing in now on Matt Kenseth. He's whittled it down to about four, maybe five car lengths, following right in his tire tracks as they make it to the back chute. Matt Kenseth not able to drive away like he has earlier in this race. Jeff Gordon in hot pursuit and shutting it down even more. Four car lengths separate the top two. That's Matt Kenseth and Jeff Gordon. Gordon closes in even more coming off turn number four. Kenseth heads to the start finish line. It was a half second last time they crossed the stripe. This time as they cross the line it's down to four tenths of a second. Gordon now within three car lengths. One car spinning off the back straightaway. It's Elliot Sadler. A long, lonesome spin down to the inside. Did not contact anything. Nobody got together with him. He immediately
immediately refires the car and drives away. Elliott Sadler bringing out caution number five at lap 215, back to turn two. It was just a simple solo spin for Elliott Sadler, Barney. I don't know if he had a tire problem, but the car just got out from under him at the exit of turn two. It spun down to the infield, kicked up a little bit of grass, but did not make any contact. Minimal damage, if any, on the M&M's Ford. Elliott Sadler rolling. Now the driver having a hard time uh, this year, Barney, trying to get his way up there into the top ten. Coming off two straight top tens in a row at uh, Daytona last week and at Infineon Raceway the week before, but uh, things uh, not going well for him today. He was running back in 32nd when he lost control of the car on the back straightaway. Remember the Bush race yesterday? Uh, I talked to him a bit this morning. He said, man, I thought that was the worst day of my life. He hit the wall in turn two. He hit the wall in turn four. He struggled with the car all day. He said, I hope I've got my bad luck behind me, but apparently not. No, definitely not here this afternoon. And down on pit road, Winston Kelly, it looks like this caution flag, the guys that are definitely in doubt about making it on fuel, is going to be a break for them. I'm going to be surprised if anybody stays out. We had guys like Brian Vickers that came down on lap 203 before we came back, uh, went back to green. And he said they could make it all the way, but uh, this is going to be about uh, lap 217, so we're still going to have 50 laps to go. I'm going to bet that most of the guys are going to come down pit road. You might see a couple of guys do two tire stops, but tires have been so important. And very few guys have taken two tires or no tires and survived that. So I'm guessing most of the guys or everybody's going to come down pit road and get four tires and fuel. We're about to find out as they come over towards turn four. The pit road is open. The green light's flashing and the green flag is waving down there. And indeed, here they come dropping off the banking. A couple look like they will. No, they don't. Some of the front guys stay on the racetrack. Matter of fact, everybody stays out until you get back to Greg Biffle, who was running in the 10th position from there on back. We have some takers, but the front nine cars will stay on the racetrack. Let's go to Steve Post. Clint Boyer is in the Jack Daniels Chevrolet. These cars toward the tail end of the lead lap, directly in front of him, the Jim Beam Chevrolet of Robbie Gordon. Not much to lose as far as track position. In both cases, looks like four Goodyear Racing Eagles. I'm going to top it off with fuel and send them out for the duration. On up now to the turn one end of pit road to Winston Kelly. Well, I'm glad I bet out of Barney Hall's pocketbook because I'd have lost my shirt there on that one. Reed Sorensen comes down pit road. They top it off with fuel. Brian Vickers is going to be get four tires, and they're going to obviously top it off with fuel and make sure they're good to go. Just behind him, Ken Schrader, four tires and fuel there. Adam, how about in front of you? On a midsection of pit road, Greg Biffle was in, gave up a spot in the top ten to come down the pit lane. He got right side tires only and an adjustment. Same thing for Casey Kane as far as the, as the adjustment goes, but he did get four tires on the McDonald's four. David Strimmy was on pit road, as was Casey Mears and Martin Truex Jr. Those guys getting four tires and fuel at lap 217. It's kind of surprising that more of those guys didn't come onto pit road. But as we said when we came on the air, track position here, it's been so obvious all day. Whoever is out front or even gets in clean air from second on back, you're hard to deal with. Well, tire wear not being a real big issue on this particular racetrack. Fuel mileage, really the biggest deal. And as everyone said down there, they can go the rest of the way. So... When they came off turn four, I'll, I'll, I guarantee you that a few of those guys among the top nine drivers were waiting to see what the other guys were going to do, and a lot of that was reactionary. One guy didn't go, okay, that's a good idea, let's stay out. That's a, a split-second decision that has to be made between the crew chief and the race car driver. Field uh, comes across the line. They're still not seeing the signal of one lap to go. Let's remind you, next week we move on to New Hampshire International Speedway, 20th race of the year for the Nextel Cup Series, the Lennox Industrial Tools 300. The NASCAR Bush Series will also be in 
action next week at New Hampshire. Our coverage will start on Friday afternoon with Bud Pole qualifying at 3 Eastern time. The Bush cars run the New England 200 on Saturday at 2.15. And the Nextel Cup cars a week from today, 1.15 Eastern. The ticket office is open at New Hampshire International Speedway. Hope you can join us there for all the action. Also next week, the trucks are at Memphis Motorsports Park. They'll run the O'Reilly 200. That's on Saturday night. Our coverage at 8.45 Eastern time. Then we head off to Pocono Raceway, the second stop there. The Pennsylvania 500. That is on Sunday, July the 23rd. That same weekend, the NASCAR Busheries returns to Martinsville Speedway in Virginia for the Goodies 250. And both those ticket offices are open, both at Martinsville and Pocono. Hope you can catch some great NASCAR racing action coming to your area soon. If not, you know you can depend on us. We'll have it for you right here on MRN Radio. Looking at the top ten, Matt Kenseth is first, Jeff Gordon is second, Jeff Burton is third, Tony Stewart is fourth, and Kevin Harvick is fifth, Jimmy Johnson sixth, seventh is Kyle Busch in eighth position right now, would be Dale Earnhardt Jr., Scott Riggs is ninth, and tenth is J.J. Yaley. Eleventh is Kurt Busch in twelfth position, that's Mark Martin, Dave Blaney's thirteenth, fourteenth is Bobby Labonte, and fifteenth is Reed Sorensen. And looking at that top ten, Joe, there's about four guys in that group that, uh, Six of them have won a race this year. The other four have not. Jeff Burton, Kyle Busch, Scott Riggs, and J.J. Yaley. Yep, and a couple of guys on the outside of that uh, box as well that certainly would like to go to victory lane. I'd say namely Mark Martin has been so close this year. Everyone just seems to be waiting to see him make a move up there into victory lane and and, uh, add one to the list. Of course, a contender for the championship all throughout the course of this 2006 season. Mark hoping that maybe his last season of the next Hell Cup Series can finally be that championship season. We talked about Bobby Labonte. There he is in 14th. He's led at least on one occasion this afternoon. Has had a very strong dodge here all afternoon. As we get ready to go back under the green flag, it will be Matt Kenseth up there in the top spot. Jeff Gordon has put some pressure on him over the last uh, few restarts. Jeff Burton has been very strong today, particularly in the first half of the race, Barney. We've not uh, had a whole lot of Jeff Burton up front of the field here in the second half of the event. Going back under the green flag at lap 220. That'll give us 47 laps to go to set the USG Sheetrock 400. Matt Kenseth leads the pack now as they come into the trioval, waiting for the green flag to wave once again. It's out, and they're on the gas. Kenseth pulls away, but Gordon is right on his bumper. They both get by those lap-down cars down on the inside to duke it out among themselves in turn one. Jeff Gordon determined not to let Matt Kenseth get away this time. Jeff Burton is going to try and do the same. He clears the lap traffic. Now Tony Stewart will do the same. Tony Stewart moves to the outside of Carl Edwards. He'll complete that pass by the time they reach the entrance of turn three. Battle for the lead, separated by four car lengths. Matt Kenseth leads Jeff Gordon off turn four. And third and fourth place really digging out of turn number four, trying to get up there. Jeff Burton and Tony Stewart make sure the front two don't get too far away as they work their way back into turn one. Kevin Harvick is kind of boxed in back there in fifth place. He is indeed. He's got the lap machines of Ryan Newman and Carl Edwards between him and Tony Stewart as he begins to lose Kevin Harvick still can't get by Newman, but Newman swings way wide. Matter of fact, almost collects the wall off turn number two. That allows Kevin Harvick the inside line. So Harvick will pass Newman. Now go to work on Carl Edwards. Let's pick up the third place battle. Jeff Burton has the spot. Tony Stewart's all over him as they come off turn number four. A car length separating those two. Stewart taking a little bit lower line that time off turn four. Let's see if he closes in in turn one. The two of them for the moment remain nose to tail, separated by about a car length. Kevin Harvick has finally broken free of the last. Traffic. He's got the fifth spot, but he's got a lot of ground to make up. 
Behind Kevin Harvick, here's Jimmy Johnson. He's broken free of some lap cars. Now he has to get by Carl Edwards. Front five, free and clear of the lap traffic, led by Matt Kenson. 24 cars being shown on the lead lap with 44 laps to go as soon as Matt Kenseth crosses the line, which he does, goes back into turn number one. A moment ago, it looked like Jeff Gordon was going to be able to get up there and put on a challenge. Now he's lost a little ground back in turn two. About five or six car lengths the gap, then another gap of five to six. Back to Jeff Burton. Three more to Tony Stewart in four. Basically, the front four spread out equally as they come down the back straightaway. Kevin Harvick, though, wanting to fight in there, charge in there, and fight for a, a spot maybe in the top three or four. He's trying to catch Tony Stewart now, who rides for it. Further back, Dale Earnhardt Jr. digging to try to get rid of some of the traffic. He just went underneath uh, Ryan Newman, who's not on the lead lap. Earnhardt Jr. is shown now in the eighth position. First guy he'll catch. The next guy that's on the lead lap is Kyle Busch, and still he's got a lot of traffic to dig through to get there. He's got two lap cars, Sterling Marlin and Danny Hamlin to get to before he can catch up with Kyle Busch. Further back in the pack, some great three-wide racing with lead lap cars, lap down cars all getting at it in the pack. Scott Riggs, J.J. Yaley now battling for 10th and 11th positions. The lap car of Jeff Green in the mix. Riggs finds his way through with Yaley trying to do the same. Been a pretty good scrambler. Some really good cars in that mix of cars. Casey Mears, Clint Boyer, Reed Sorensen, Dave Blaney, David Strimmey, all in that pack of traffic that Dave Moody was talking about. You almost felt like something was going to give there for a minute. They're back in one. Here's J.J. Yaley down to the inside on the Ryan Newman machine. in hot pursuit of Riggs this time at the end of the back straightaway. Five car lengths apart. Yaley shuts it down as Riggs slides up the racetrack. Matter of fact, Yaley's going to shut it down to about three car lengths in turn four. Matt Kenseth leads with 41 laps to go, but can he keep that Ford Fusion up there? Adam Alexander? Robbie Reiser is his crew chief, Joe. Robbie, under caution, you stayed out. So I would guess that answers two questions. Track position is everything, and you're good on fuel. Can you hold them off here? I don't know if we can hold them off. Uh, we're good on fuel and uh, track positions, everything. So I don't know. You know, uh, it's not handling the greatest, but, um, you know, he's out there and holding them off. So I guess we're doing what we got to do here. Have you had to adjust much on it today, Robbie? I've done a lot of air pressure and wedge adjustments, and that's, you know, kind of what we've done. Uh, the biggest thing that's helped us has been our bid through here today. Uh, they've kept us up front all day long, and that's been the key. Kenseth already has two wins this season, California and Dover, looking for number three today. And if he gets it, he could very well leave here the next Hell Cup point leader. The man trying to chase him down, Jeff Gordon. Winston Kelly is in his pit. Trouble in turn number two. Michael Waltrip up the racetrack, slaps the outside wall with the right-hand side of that machine. Everybody else scatters. They will clear Michael Waltrip as he limps his way down to the apron. Yellow flag out for the sixth time this afternoon. It comes out at lap 228 with 39 laps to go. Matt Kenseth leads, Jeff Gordon second, Jeff Burton is third, Tony Stewart fourth, Kevin Harvick fifth, rest of the top ten, Jimmy Johnson sixth, Kyle Busch is seventh, in eighth would be Dale Earnhardt Jr., ninth is Kurt Busch, and tenth is Scott Riggs. 35 laps to go. They're up in turn four, coming down to the line to get the green flag. And the whole key on this thing is going to be, can you stay with Matt Kenseth when they make this restart? It seems like if you lose a couple of car lengths before you get to turn number one, there's just no way to keep up with the leader. Jeff Gordon's going to have that problem. So is Jeff Burton, Tony Stewart, and Kevin Harvick. Green goes back in the air. Kenseth gets a good restart, pulls away from Jeff Gordon by a full car length. One break for Jeff Gordon. He doesn't have any lap traffic to deal with. He'll fall in on the back bumper of Matt Kenseth, having cleared the lap car of Denny Hamlin. Now here comes Jeff Burton and Tony Stewart to the outside trying to do the same. 
but they can't because Denny Hamlin slides up in line right in front of them. So instead, Burton has to follow Hamlin back to turn three. Battle for the lead, three car lengths apart. Matt Kenseth and Jeff Gordon now pulling away from Jeff Burton in third. Jeff Gordon did not stay up with Matt Kenseth on the restart like he did the last time, but he's kind of fallen in line about five car lengths behind him. Meanwhile, Jeff Burton on the move, trying to get around Denny Hamlin. Still has not been able to do it. Hamlin had some problems earlier, but he's got a very fast race car. Oh, trouble spinning out way up to the outside lane. That's Casey Mears. Backs it into the outside wall in turn number two as everybody scrambles to the bottom. Elliot Sadler gets collected. He gets shot down to the apron, but he hangs on to the race car. Casey Mears facing the wrong way at the outside of turn number two. Casey's car is slammed up against the outside wall. Now it's coming off the banking and down to the apron of the track. Let's go back over there. Well, he was in the middle of a heavy-duty pack of traffic, Barney, and this late in the race, everybody was rooting and gouging, taking everything they could. He may have gotten bumped from behind. The rear end of that car broke loose. It looked like he might be able to save it, but finally it just got away from him. He backed into the outside wall trunk first. We've got some debris down on the apron of the racetrack where he pulled away. Not as severe damage as you might expect, but he's definitely headed to pit road. He won yesterday his first ever NASCAR race in the NASCAR Bush Series, and when he spun, he was running in the 10th position on his way to a good finish this afternoon. That may have just gone out the window. 30 laps to go. The field is in front of Mike Bagley over in turn three. Back it up for a double-wide restart. Lights are off atop the Ford Fusion safety car. Sterling Marlin, Scott Wimmer, and others down to the inside of the racetrack. Matt Kenseth, Jeff Gordon, and his posse in the outside lane. We may see some furious racing between here and the checkered flag with just 30 laps to go. Pace car is on pit road coming down to the line looking for the green flag. It is in the air, and again, they take off at the front of the field, Matt Kenseth and Jeff Gordon. This time, Jeff Gordon hangs to him almost like he's stuck up there with Velcro. Not going to let him get away in turn one. Takes a peek to the inside lane, but Matt Kenseth will have none of that. He slams the door in Gordon's face. Jeff Burton, Tony Stewart around the lap car of Sterling Marlin. Front four have cleared the lap traffic. Kevin Harvick now trying to do the same. Battle for the lead. A car length apart. Matt Kenseth, Jeff Gordon, nose to tail down to the inside. And Tony Stewart wants a piece of Jeff Burton for third. They come off turn number four. No one makes the move, although Stewart did sneak down to the inside. He falls back in line. Further back is Kevin Harvick. He's trying to get by the lap car of Sterling Marlin before the front four get too far gone. This has been the problem for Kevin Harvick all afternoon long. Lap cars in the way. He looks to the end. Behind them, here's Jimmy Johnson trying to get through the lap traffic. Kyle Busch and Dale Earnhardt Jr. trying to do the same. Busch racing alongside of Scott Wimmer. Dale Earnhardt Jr. trying to snake his way through the lap traffic, trying to follow the way through for Kyle Busch. Tony Stewart back there trying to take third place away from Jeff Burton. Had a move on him up there in three and four, then loses ground when they hit the front straightaway as the front four go back to turn two. Let's see if Kevin Harvick can try and reel in the front four now. He's about a second back of Tony Stewart after finally clearing the lap machine. Kevin Harvick's in hot pursuit, trying to shut the distance down between himself and Tony Stewart. Matt Kenseth, though, pulling away up front. Seven, maybe eight carlings over Jeff Gordon. Another three back to Jeff Burton in third. I wonder about Casey Mears involved in that crash a few moments ago. He is still on the lead lap, the last car on the lead lap, shown in the 26th position. Now down to 27 laps to go. The leader's back in turn one. And it's all Matt Kenseth. He begins to pull away. The battle's tightening up for the second spot. Jeff Gordon's advantage over Jeff Burton is 
down to a car length. Instead of racing for the lead with Matt Kenseth, Jeff Gordon is trying to hold off. Jeff Burton, they're separated by two car lengths. Instead of using the various lanes they've used earlier in the afternoon, both those drivers are glued to the inside line of the racetrack. Kevin Harvick gets away from the rest of the lap traffic back there. Kevin is fifth. He's going to try and catch the front four and at least salvage something out of this thing if he can this afternoon. Got a pretty good run going as he heads off to turn one. At the front, you can kiss Matt Kenseth goodbye. He continues to pull away. Jeff Gordon maintains that one to two car length advantage over Jeff Burton. Another three to Tony Stewart. Further back in the running order, here's Jimmy Johnson and Kyle Busch. They've broken free of lap traffic. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has done the same. So now it's Jimmy Johnson going to work on Sterling Marlin while Kyle Busch is doing everything he can to catch Johnson. Front five cars are clean away from all the lap traffic. Those are Kenseth, Gordon, Jeff Burton, Tony Stewart, and Kevin Harvick. Indeed, Jimmy Johnson now trying to dig out of the deep woods up in turn one. He's down to the inside trying to move underneath the lap machine of Sterling Marlin. Kyle Busch is about another five car lengths back as they head for the back stretch. Kyle Busch has a comfortable margin over Dale Earnhardt Jr. Maybe about 12, 13 car lengths. Jr. back to running the outside lane in the middle of turns number three and four. This time he takes it way up the racetrack, almost scraping the paint in turns three and four. Dale Jr. has run that high line all day long. He's been about as close to the wall as you can get and still not hit it. We're down to 24 laps to go. The interval between first and second, and full second right now in turn two. Jeff Gordon for the moment has fought off the charge of Jeff Burton. He's got about eight car lengths over Burton. Five more to Stewart, five more to Harvick. Yeah, Burton's backed away from Gordon in third, and now he's starting to fall back into the arms of Tony Stewart. Stewart looks back, sees Kevin Harvick full speed ahead from the fifth position. Even further back, you've got Kyle Busch now finally clearing the lap car of Sterling Marlin. Now he's trying to close it on teammate Jimmy Johnson. That would be the race for the sixth position. They work their way across the start-finish line and off to turn one. Everybody single file for the moment. Kyle Busch goes way to the top of the racetrack. Try to use that high line to reel in Jimmy Johnson. Trying to get the momentum built up in his Chevrolet. He'll do it off turn number two. Matter of fact, he'll shut the distance down by a car leg, but he's still got two to make up. Again, in turn number three, Kyle Busch splitting the difference of the racetrack while Jimmy Johnson is glued to the white line down low. Kyle has run about as hard as you can all day long and made some pretty daring moves a couple of times to gain positions, but the laps are winding down now with only 22 left to go. It is Matt Kenseth, the leader. Second is Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, third, Tony Stewart, fourth, Kevin Harvick is fifth, Jimmy Johnson, sixth, Kyle Busch is 7th, Dale Earnhardt Jr. still is 8th, Kurt Busch is ninth, and 10th is J.J. Yaley. And Joe, as I said a minute ago, it looks strange to look back down our scoring monitor here and names like Carl Edwards and Casey Mears and guys like that that are normally up at the front of the pack, Elliot Sadler, Ryan Newman, all out of the mix for the moment. Yeah, those guys have struggled all afternoon and uh, really hoping to turn things around, but it just has not come together for those guys. And I really feel sorry for Dale Jarrett. We talked about the problems they've had at Robert Yates Racing. He and Elliot Sadler both struggling. They're in 31st and 32nd position, respectively. It's not been a very good day for either of those guys here at Chicagoland Speedway. But for Matt Kenseth, a very nice day and looking better as the laps go by. We're down to 20 to go. His lead over Jeff Gordon is now 1.3 seconds. Looking good here in the final stages if we stay under the green flag. Jeff Burton is third. Tony Stewart fourth. Kevin Harvick fifth as they go to turn one. And a good battle for six. Kyle Busch giving his teammate Jimmy Johnson the old hot foot as he has come up onto the back bumper 
of the low Chevrolet. He's going to go to the outside and challenge off turn two. Gets the good run, gets the fender out in front, but will he be able to get the position off the end of the back straightaway? Yes, he will. Kyle Busch finally completes the pass on Jimmy Johnson, although Johnson tries to rally back hard down low. Yeah, Jimmy's still pedaling hard off turn number four, comes off the corner and has to settle back in behind Kyle Busch, not able to get a run on him. And it just, uh, it's kind of strange, Dave Moody, that these cars just simply cannot get up there. They can get to somebody, they can't get around. Yeah, they can get about five car lengths back, Barney, and maybe get closer for a couple of laps, but then it's like that right front tire just gets hot, they have to back off, and the arrow push takes over. And that's the case now with Tony Stewart. He was closing in on Jeff Burton for third, but instead he backs away. Harvick was gaining ground on Stewart, but he as well backs away and falls in single file. It's very entertaining watching Dale Earnhardt Jr. go through these corners. We've talked about how high he's ridden all afternoon. He's still doing that, if maybe even more so here in the late stages of the race. Every time he goes into the turn, Dave, he'll go right up to the wall. Kurt Busch, who's chasing him, goes all the way to the bottom. Yeah, definite, definite clash of styles here. I've been ready to call the Dale Earnhardt Jr. wreck from about lap 17 on, but so far he hasn't put a mark on that car. It's been breathtaking watching him at the entrance of turn number three. It looks like he's heading straight for the outside wall, but then the car takes the cut, barely grazing the wall. And like you say, Kurt Busch, Kurt Busch that is, is preferring right now to use the lane down low. Matt Tenseth continues to show the way around this racetrack. 250 laps are complete. There's 17 to go as he swings over to turns one and two, moves into the backstretch, and Jeff Gordon has lost more ground. Jeff is one and six tenths seconds now behind the leader in turn three. Yeah, Jeff Gordon's falling back further and further from Matt Kenseth. Clean air at a premium right now for everyone except Matt Kenseth, who continues to pull away. Starting to tighten up a little bit from third on back, however. Jeff Burton has the third spot. Tony Stewart, maybe seven car links behind him in fourth. You've got Kevin Harvick closing in for the fifth spot. And in here comes Kyle Busch and Jimmy Johnson. So we may have a good race there before it's over. From third place on back, beginning to tighten up a little bit. You're exactly right, Joe. Jeff Burton has about five car lengths over Stewart and a similar gap back to Kevin Harvick. And it's a similar gap back to Jimmy Johnson. Actually, that's Kyle Busch. But Jimmy Johnson is starting to lose touch with the front five, front six cars. Ever since Kyle Busch has gotten around them, Jimmy Johnson is starting to back up just a tad. You wonder why we're not talking about some of your favorite drivers like Mark Martin. Mark's all the way back in 16th position. Has not been that much of a factor here today. Neither has Greg Biffle, and that's a big surprise because this is the kind of racetrack that Greg is normally really good on where you can make a big difference by how hard you hustle the race car. He is in 17th position right now. Carl Edwards not really been a factor all day long. He's back in 22nd position. And Casey Kane certainly has not been his day today. Casey's right now showing in 24th, and we're down to 15 laps to go. Got a pretty good scramble over in turn three between Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick. Kyle Busch around the outside of Harvick. He'll squeeze down low and will take the spot as they race off of turn number four. That is the fifth position picked up by Kyle Busch as he swept underneath Kevin Harvick and now tries to pull away. Jimmy Johnson next in line. He's back in the seventh position. Let's see if he can chase him down. Harvick's got about eight or nine car lengths over Jimmy Johnson. He's also got an idea to try and get back to the inside of Kyle Busch, but he hasn't got the horsepower to pull it off at the exit of two. Kyle Busch, one of those highlights in the corners, taking the groove that's up off the bottom of the racetrack. Kevin Harvick trying to take that spot back by using the inside line. He's trying to get a quarter panel up alongside of Bush, but he can't do it this time by. Kevin Harvick, the only driver in the field that has two wins here at Chicago Land Speedway, and he had had high hopes of maybe having three when the day was over here, but right now it'd take a miracle for him to get to victory lane. For Matt Kenseth, everything going his way. He 
Got nine laps to go as he heads down the back straightaway and over into turns three and four. He's closing in on some lap traffic as well, Barney. He's got Ryan Newman, Casey Mears that he's closing in on about a second or two behind those cars as he races to the front straightaway. The lead exactly one second that Matt Kenseth has over Jeff Gordon. And Gordon uh, now shuts it down to nine-tenths of a second, so he picks up a little bit, but I don't know if there's going to be enough time, Dave Moody. He's got to really have to get on the hammer here, Joe, and reel in Matt Kenseth. Kenseth is about 20 car lengths behind the lap car of Ryan Newman. We'll see if that will allow Gordon to close in. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see if Jeff Gordon's been saving something for these final ten laps. Here he comes back into turn number three, shuts it down by maybe a half a car length or a whole one, but Kenseth again opens it back up as they race off the corner. It'd be something if the draft kicked in here like it does at Daytona and Talladega, but apparently the draft not that big of a help here at this racetrack. We're seven laps away from the checkered flag. Matt Kenseth goes over to turn two. Jeff Gordon's beginning to close in. He may have saved a little bit of something for the final few laps. He's down to about six car lengths off turn two. It'll stay that way to the back straightaway while Kenseth continues to close in on the Ryan Newman car. Newman goes way up the racetrack in turn number three. Kenseth cuts it to the bottom and Jeff Gordon driving right down the middle of the racetrack. It was nine-tenths of a second two laps ago. Last lap it was seven-tenths of a second. Here they come back to the line. Kenseth's lead over Jeff Gordon is now six-tenths of a second. So indeed, Gordon is closing in. Jeff Gordon on the charge trying to make this one dramatic down the stretch. Matt Kenseth with the lead, but it's getting smaller with every passing second. Jeff Gordon has gone to the whip. He has bypassed the lap car of Ryan Newman. Kenseth does the same. Now they're closing in on Casey Mears as Jeff Gordon continues to reel in the race leader. And Matt Kenseth looked like he slowed a little bit up through three and four, went down to the apron of the racetrack, and Jeff Gordon again gets even closer. Two car lengths back, and he's still got five laps left to get it done. He's closing in even more in turn one. Jeff Gordon trying to steal one late. He looks to the inside on Matt Kenseth. Kenseth slams the door in his face. Gordon is there on the back straightaway. And he is wanting the lead off the end of the back straightaway. Matt Kenseth, Jeff Gordon battling for the top spot here at Chicago Land Speedway. Matt Kenseth again goes to the bottom of the racetrack. Jeff Gordon climbs the banking. Gordon trying to get that car wound up, but he's still a car length and a half behind. We talked earlier today about what a patient driver Matt Kenseth is, what a cool head he is on the racetrack, but I'll bet when it comes down to the last few laps of a race like here today at Chicago Land Speedway, he's going to be a tough guy to get by. Gordon's all over him in turn one. Oh, he gets into him! Here they touch it! Spinning around is Kenseth! Matt Kenseth spins to the apron as Jeff Gordon goes by on the outside lane! Jeff Gordon ran into him just as they went off the corner over there. Let's go back to turn two. We're under caution. They were trying to make their way to the inside of a lap car, Barney. Matt Kenseth was on the bottom of the racetrack. Gordon tried to go even lower. Put the left front tire below the white line. Got into the left rear corner of the Matt Kenseth Ford and turned him around at the exit of turn number two. No contact made after that with anybody else trying to make their way through. Kenseth has refired the car and pulled away. I bet he's not very cool right now. He was leading down the four laps to go when there was contact between he and Jeff Gordon. Let's go back to Dave Moody. Oh, there's no doubt about it, Joe. There was definitely contact there. Jeff Gordon trying to make an inside pass on Matt Kenseth. There was not room to get there. There's not even a mark on the right front corner of Gordon's car. That's how slight the contact was, but it was more than enough to turn Matt Kenseth's Ford Fusion around. 
The shoe and was on the other foot earlier this year at Bristol, Barney. Remember that? Yeah, I forgot about that. Don't yeah. you bring it up, though. Indeed. I do remember it. little shoving contest uh, erupted as a result of that situation. And now the shoe's on the other foot here today as uh, Jeff Gordon taps Matt Kenseth, spins him out. He was leading at the time. Now, Kenseth able to recover the car. It apparently is okay. He's back out there, falls in line in the eighth position for the restart, and looks like we're going to be down to a green-white checkered finish. Let's check in Matt Kenseth's pit. What are they saying about any possible damage there? Well, that's what they were talking about. Robbie Reiser asked him if he felt any vibration at all, Joe, and he said, you guys probably have a better idea than I do. You can watch the video replay and see where the damage might be. He said, I really don't know. The other thing Matt Kenseth is talking about is to get with NASCAR scoring. He says he should be in front of Kevin Harvick in the running order based on where he drove away from the spinning situation when the caution came out. And if you watch on the racetrack as they come down the front straightaway, Kenseth has driven around Dale Earnhardt Jr., Jimmy Johnson and is now trying to wedge his position in in front of Kevin Harvick and behind Kyle Busch. So he believes he should be better in the running or than he's being scored. We'll wait and see how this one plays out. But they are not happy in the Matt Kenseth pit area. Yeah, I'm sure they're not happy at all. And Dave Booty over there, you had a bird's eye view of that. Is, was it, I'm not asking you to make a judgment call, but it, it, to me, that was just hard racing. Yeah, it was hard racing. There's no doubt about it. Uh, Jeff Jeff Gordon had an idea that there was some room to the inside, and for a moment at the apex of the corner, there was. But Matt Kenseth covered the spot pretty quickly. Unfortunately, Gordon had the momentum. He committed to the inside move. Two guys fighting over the same very small piece of real estate. NASCAR is reviewing the tape to see what the uh, situation should be on the lineup if indeed Kenseth should fall in line behind Kyle Busch in front of Kevin Harvick or in front of Kyle Busch. And that's being watched right now as we continue to run under the caution flag. A very exciting, interesting turn of events here this afternoon. Kenseth looked to be on his way. Jeff Gordon was definitely faster than Kenseth, though. He made up four-tenths of a second in one lap alone and was right there on his bumper when the contact was made in turn number two. Yeah, I think Jeff was felt like he had a run. As Dave Moody said, kind of felt like he had a run there going off that corner and was going to try and get low on the racetrack to get complete that run when they hit the back straightaway and just a little contact made between the the two cars, that's all it takes. It happens all the time. All right, NASCAR is saying that uh, Matt Kenseth will fall in line in the ninth position behind Dale Earnhardt Jr., actually in the eighth position. Uh, that's where he'll uh, fall in line for the green-white checkered finish so he doesn't quite get what he was looking for uh, and protesting that uh, that scoring situation. So Kenseth will restart in eighth behind Dale Earnhardt Jr. Here's a the way they're stacked up as we continue to run under the caution flag. Jeff Gordon, then Jeff Burton. Tony Stewart third, Kyle Busch fourth, and Kevin Harvick fifth. Then comes Jimmy Johnson in sixth, Dale Earnhardt Jr. seventh, Matt Kenseth eighth, Kurt Busch ninth, and Reed Sorensen will line up in the tenth position. It'll be J.J. Yaley restarting in eleventh. In twelfth is going to be Clint Boyer, Brian Vickers thirteenth, Greg Biffle fourteenth, Bobby Labonte fifteenth, Denny Hamlin sixteenth, Scott Riggs will be seventeenth, eighteenth going to be Martin Truex Jr., Mark Martin nineteenth, and twentieth Carl Edwards. Rest of the top twenty-five, David Strimmey in twenty-first. 22nd, Jeremy Mayfield. 23rd, Dave Blaney. 24th, Robbie Gordon. And 25th will be Casey Kane. So this one's got the makings of 
not being over yet as far as the uh, sheet metal getting bent up out there a little bit. It will be a green-white checker finish. going to be interesting. And, of course, it'll be a single-file restart because we're within the final 10 laps, and therefore no lap cars will be in the way. It's going to be quite a break for Jeff Burton, Tony Stewart, Kyle Busch, and Kevin Harvick. rest of the guys there in the top five. And we'll get the one-to-go signal this time at the start-finish line. Let's check in with Adam Alexander. Well, Kenseth just came on the radio and said he thinks the car is out of gas, and so the crew is up on the wall. A lot of questioning about will they come down pit road or won't they? And I would guess here, since they are out of fuel and they have to come down pit road, they'll go ahead, put on tires, obviously top off the fuel tank and do whatever else they need to do to repair any damage they may have sustained in that incident over in front of Dave Moody just moments ago. But here comes Kenseth now, a guy who appeared to have it in the wind, running away with his third victory of the year and it's simply right now gone away at the end. Kenseth brings the car down. The call now has put two tires on, I believe and top off the fuel tank. The fuel man is there. They go around to the right side. They're going to wipe off the grill with a brush. They remind him how many laps will still remain. Now they're going to continue fueling, and they're going to start pushing the car. It was right side tires only. One, two, three, four, five, six crew members pushing Kins of the way. You can hear the car firing in the background. An unbelievable day gone bad for Matt Kenseth. He's going to have to settle for a finish back in the pack. So Matt Kenseth does at least get it fired because usually when you run out of fuel nine times out of ten and coast onto pit road, it's awfully difficult to get the car restarted, but he got it finally gets it underway and will get back onto the racetrack. He'll salvage some kind of a finish out of it, but nowhere near what he thought he had in his pocket a minute ago. Oh, yeah, and what a, what a turn of events for Jeff Gordon. The race leader over in turn number three, getting ready to go back under the green flag and a green-white checkered finish here this afternoon. Matt Kenseth will fall in line back in the 26th position, falling at the tail end of those cars that are on the lead lap. And, but Joe, there's a problem for Tony Stewart. He might be out of gas as well. He has pulled to the apron of the racetrack. He is coasting very, very slowly as everyone passes him on the outside. Tony limping onto pit road. Pace cars on pit road. They are going green. Tony might make it down. I believe he's got enough speed to get into his pit, but they're going green, so this is going to cost Tony Stewart dearly also. Green goes back in the air. Jeff Gordon trying to get away from Jeff Burton, Kyle Busch. They all go to turn one. Challenge will be for third. To the inside goes Kevin Harvick. He catches Kyle Busch out of line. They'll go side by side, but Busch is strong on the outside. He drives back around to third. And here comes Dale Earnhardt Jr. around the outside of Jimmy Johnson. They race side by side right behind Kevin Harvick and Kyle Busch. Earnhardt Jr. in the outside lane. Jimmy Johnson downstairs. That's the battle for fifth. Out of turn number four, final time. They come down. White flag is waving. One lap to go for Jeff Gordon and the rest of the field. Gordon is pulled away from Jeff Burton by two car lengths. Is he going to take it to Victor Lane, or will he have problems before he gets back? Two car lengths the margin in turn number two. They'll be talking about this one for a while. Final time to the back so far, so good for Jeff Gordon. Three car lengths out in front of Jeff Burton. Another five back to Kyle Busch in third. Final time through turn three and four by Jeff Gordon. He's looking for the checkered flag off the corner. At one of only four tracks he had never won on, Jeff Gordon finally goes to victory lane. He wins today in the USG Sheetrock 400 at Chicagoland Speedway. Jeff Burton will finish in second. Kyle Busch gets third. Kevin Harvick is fourth. One car spins across the line. It is Matt Kenseth as they cross the start 
finish line and gets a checkered flag. He slams hard into the outside retaining wall, and Casey Mears spins down to the apron of the track in turn one. Scott Wimmer also down on the grass in turn one, but it is over. Let's go to pit road. And the celebration is on down here in pit stall number three. The DuPont Chevrolet team ready to go to victory lane for the second time this year. High fives all the way around, and Steve Latard comes down to the congratulations of all the crew members. They're headed to victory lane for the second time in 2006. This is the way the top five finished. It's going to be Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, Kyle Busch, Kevin Harvick, and Dale Earnhardt Jr. NASCAR Today continues on MRN Radio, sponsored by the next Ford Super Duty. Tougher, stronger, smarter. Back at Chicago Land Speedway, a wild finish here in the final 20 laps this afternoon. Right now, let's go down to Gatorade Victory Lane. Well, it is a uh, happy Gatorade Victory Lane as Jeff Gordon gets a big hug from his fiance, uh, Ingrid. Okay, Jeff, there's only one place to start. We got to start with that. Uh, what happened with you and Matt? Matt Kenseth, it looked like there was a little bit of contact. Well, you know, uh, I, I never want to win a race like that. Uh, I like racing guys hard and clean, but uh, you know, we uh, we had an awesome race car, especially on those long runs, and on the restart, I, I had a shot at him, and uh, he run me down to the infield, and I could have spun him then if I really wanted to, but uh, backed out of it and uh, just waited for our car to come into us, uh, as good as it was on the long runs, and the DuPont Chevrolet was just awesome on those long runs, and started getting some runs on him, and he started blocking me again, and I, uh, I just, I got back the gas so early in the middle one and two and i don't know if he had to check up or what happened but you know it was racing uh, no different what happened in bristol you know he didn't mean to do that and i didn't mean to do what happened today either okay you're obviously quicker on the longer runs was it a situation that you had to pass down underneath or do you think you had the power to get around him on the high side well my car was working good in a lot of places uh, i had to run the bottom of one and two but in three and four i could run high and i thought that's where we were going to get and we had the momentum there and you know he was running a, a good good line you know he's a great race car driver i love racing with matt and, uh, you know, I, I knew it was going to be tough to get by him no matter what happened. Got you back into the top ten in points, too, as well. Well, you know, this team got momentum two weeks ago, and unfortunately uh, a great run turned into getting caught in somebody else's wreck there last weekend, and I just want to get that momentum going. And what an awesome, awesome race car Steve Latart and all the guys in this DuPont Chevrolet gave us today. And it was so much fun when they dropped the green to drive up to the front like that and then to be a threat all day long. Uh, it was fantastic. And then there were three. You have now won on 19 of the 22 racetracks currently on the Nextel Cup circuit. You can check Chicago off. Yeah, that feels really, really good. And, uh, you know, we're, we're hungry right now. And I think you know, our efforts uh, over the last month really have shown that. Uh, showed two weeks ago in, in uh, Sonoma, and it showed today. And, you know, we're going to keep showing that until uh, we're in that chase solidly. And, and uh, you know, we want to we wanna just not, not get in the chase, but we want to win the championship too. So uh, we're going to keep working hard, and it's all paying off. I'm just so proud of these guys and their hard work from the engine department, the chassis department, guys in the aero department. All these guys in this team are just incredible. Since announcing his engagement, he's two out of three, two wins in 2006, 75 in his Nextel Cup career. Jeff Gordon visits Victory Lane one more time. And our congratulations goes now to Jeff Gordon as the celebration continues down in Gatorade Victory Lane. A very exciting finish to the USG Sheetrock 400 at Chicago Land Speedway. Jeff Gordon gets the victory. Let's look at the full field rundown. Jeff Gordon is the winner. Jeff Burton is second. Finishing third was Kyle Busch. Kevin Harvick ran fourth. Dale Earnhardt Jr. fifth and Jimmy Johnson sixth. Reed Sorensen was seventh. Eighth will go to Kurt Busch. Ninth to Clint Boyer. And tenth to J.J. Yaley. Eleventh is Greg Biffle. Twelfth goes to Bobby Labonte. Brian Vickers thirteenth. Denny Hamlin fourteenth. And Scott Riggs fifteenth. 
Martin Truex Jr. ran 16th, Dave Blaney 17th, Mark Martin 18th, Robbie Gordon 19th and 20th to Carl Edwards. 21st, Matt Kenseth, 22nd, David Strimmy, 23rd, Casey Kane, 24th, Jeremy Mayfield, and 25th is Casey Mears. Sterling Marlin finished in 26th with Jeff Green, 27th. Kyle Petty was 28th, Elliot Sadler, 29th, and Michael Waltrip, 30th. 31st today, Dale Jarrett, 32nd to Tony Stewart. Joe Nemechek was 33rd. Scott Wimmer finished in 34th. Bill Elliott, 35th. Ryan Newman was 36th. Travis Quapple came in in 37th with Kenny Wallace, 38th. Jamie McMurray, 39th. Tony Raines, 40th. Todd Cleaver was 41st, his first ever start of the Nextel Cup Series. Ken Schrader, 42nd, and Terry Labonte finished today in the 43rd position. Again, 18 lead changes among 10 different drivers today in the USG Sheetrock 400. Championship point standings again. Jimmy Johnson leads by 51 over Matt Kenseth with Dale Earnhardt Jr. third, followed by Jeff Burton in fourth and Casey Kane fifth. Our broadcast engineer on the Motor Racing Network this weekend, Todd Costello and Thomas Cox. Our satellite engineer, the good doctor, Mike Weaver and our production assistants, Frank Kersey and Denise Wood. Now for Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore congratulating Jeff Gordon, who's won today at Chicagoland Speedway in the USG Sheetrock 400. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.